93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, February 1st. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A winter storm warning is in effect for the Philadelphia area yesterday and last night. The snow accumulated quickly. Early this morning, sleet and freezing rain arrived, making for a tricky ride on the roads. Uh, if you don't have to travel and you can stay home, that's what's being recommended. State officials are asking uh, employers to allow their employees to do telework and work from home today. Road conditions are continuing to deteriorate as we await the second round of this storm. Uh, to arrive. The sleet we're experiencing right now will quickly switch over to snow by late morning. The snow will be steadier and heavier during the afternoon. South Jersey and Delaware will see rain and sleet during the morning, possible, possibly changing back to snow during the afternoon. Now, as far as projected snowfall totals go, uh, far western counties can expect 12 to 18 inches, mainly north of the Pennsylvania Turnpike. The nor- uh, 95 corridor will likely see 8 to 12 inches. South Jersey seeing 4 to 8, and coastal areas 1 to four, they're saying those will likely be washed away by rain. There may still be some lingering snow showers and flurries uh, into Tuesday as well. Philadelphia remains under a snow emergency as another round of wintry mix hits the region this morning. A snow emergency means all vehicles must be moved off of snow emergency routes for plowing. Residents are asked to park as far away from the corner as possible uh, to make room for the plows. The city put more snow emergency information and a map of snow emergency routes on philadelphiastreets.com so you can go there to get more information. Vehicles left on snow emergency routes will be moved to other parking spots to assist in snow plowing operations. If your car is moved, you can call 215-686-SNOW and press option 4. They say do not call 911. The city of Philadelphia is bracing for 8 to 12 inches of snow. The Philadelphia Parking Authority is offering that flat 24-hour $5 parking rate at the auto park garages. To receive the discounted $5 rate, customers must bring their ticket and pay at the PPA management office in each garage. Do not shovel or plow your uh, plow the snow into the street. You could face fifty to three hundred dollar violation if you do that. Trash will not be picked up today. You have to hold on to it until next week. Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf is urging motorists to avoid unnecessary travel as the nor'easter continues to dump snow across the region. And New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy declared a state of emergency due to the winter storm and is urging residents to stay off of the roads as well. So I guess if you live in some of the really condensed parts of the city, where you're supposed to like bag the snow, bring it up into your house. And yeah, where the hell are yeah, you supposed yeah, to put it? Where do you put it? I guess the tiny sidewalk? I don't know. You can't, though. $50 to $300 for putting <laughs> snow in the street? I mean, what are you Damn. going to do? It's an impossible situation. Yeah, that's crazy. So, but they say don't do it. Bruce Castor Jr., the former district attorney of Montgomery County, will be leading the legal defense team for the second impeachment trial for former President Donald Trump. I consider it a privilege to represent the 45th president. The strength of our Constitution is about to be tested like never before in our history. It is strong and resilient, a, docu- a document written for the ages, and it will triumph over uh, partisanship yet again and always, said Castor in a statement. Castor, a Republican who was elected district attorney of Pennsylvania's third most populated county, de- uh, decided against charging Cosby in 2004. Um, he ran for the job again in 2015, and his judgment in the Cosby case was a key issue used against him 
by the Democrat who defeated him. Castor uh, has said that he personally thought Cosby should have been arrested, but that the evidence wasn't strong enough to prove the case beyond a reasonable doubt. In 2004, Castor ran for state attorney general unsuccessfully. In 2016, he became the top lieutenant to the state's embattled attorney general Kathleen Kane, a Democrat, as she faced charges of leaking protected investigative information to smear a rival and lying to the grand jury about it. She was convicted, leaving Castor as the state's acting attorney general for a few days. Lawyer David Schoen will also be heading the defense team. Schoen met with uh, financier uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein about joining his defense team on sex trafficking charges days before Epstein killed himself in a New York jail. Neither Schoen or Castor returned phone calls seeking comment on Sunday evening. In sports this morning... The Flyers beat the New York Islanders last night in the second game of their two-game set. Both games over the weekend went into overtime, and the Flyers won both. Last night, they gave up a 3-1 lead in the third period, but Kevin Hayes scored on a power play four minutes and 22 seconds into overtime to give the team a 4-3 win. Joel Farabee had three goals for his first career hat trick. The Flyers are at home again later this week to face the Boston Bruins on Wednesday night and Friday night. The Sixers, who were in first place in the Eastern Conference, came back to beat the Pacers last they night did in Indiana. It? They did it! Harris scored 27 points, and Firkin Korkmaz added 17, including a, uh, the go-ahead baskets in the fourth quarter to lead, lead the Sixers to the 119-110 win. They're on the road again on Wednesday when they'll play the Hornets in Charlotte. In a blockbuster trade in the NFL, Detroit Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford is heading to the Los Angeles Rams in exchange for quarterback Jared Goff and several, yeah, <laughs> several draft picks. Yeah. The Lions will receive a third-round pick in 2021, a first-round pick in 2022 and a first round pick in 2023 in what is the first trade of former number one overall picks. The deal cannot be made official until the start of the new league year on March 17th. And on Friday, Hall of Fame basketball coach John Chaney passed away at the age of 89. The university said he died after a short, unspecified illness. Chaney went, uh, spent 24 seasons at Temple beginning in 1982, the only season the Owls failed to reach the NCAA tournament or NIT. He went to the Elite Eight on five occasions, and Temple was ranked number one for a stretch during the 1987-88 season when the Owls finished 32-2 and and went 18-0 in Atlantic 10 play. Elected to the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2001 and then the College Basketball Hall of Fame in 2006, Chaney won 516 games at Temple and 741 games overall. He still ranks among the top 40 college basketball coaches in career wins and was the first black coach to reach 700 wins. And that's what I have for you this morning. Alright, thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, Welcome to uh, Monday, and I just want to say, we, guess what I got to do? <laughs> oh, did you? Lot. You did a donut oh, in the parking lot? Oh, yes, I did. Gee, guess what I got to do? I came in off of uh, Belmont, and it's a, it's a nice long drive all the way across the parking lot, and there's plenty of space, <laughs> to. I did 360s. Really? Thing. Oh, man, it was awesome. What do you, so you got the Jeep, right? I got the Jeep, So yeah. I assume you have to put it in a, because well, the traction's so good. Yeah, I had it in uh, four high, but uh, it doesn't matter. If you're going fast enough, and you, you, you cut the wheel yeah, yeah. and floor it, you're going to spin no matter what you're driving. So yeah. that was fun. That was <laughs> There enjoyable. you go. Um, so, you know, if you've cool. got a parking lot and it's safe to do that, 
knock yourself out today, man. Have some fun. Absolutely. Uh, it is uh, tricky in some spots, and it, and it all depends on timing and when the, the, the crews got out and did the snow removal. But pretty much there's there's stuff on the road no matter where you go. Some is worse than other. On the northeast succession, it was completely snow-covered. Right, right. The blue route, the two right lanes were looking good in my, on my particular route, and then the, the Schuylkill for the most part. But there are patches all along, so... You got to be safe no matter where you go, and some of the side streets are untouched, and so you know neighborhoods and so on. I found it a little bit better than I thought it was going to be this morning, yeah. uh, and I found it a little bit warmer for some reason. This because there was no wind. I assume that's going to change dramatically later on. Oh yeah, definitely. By the time I got out of the car here, it was starting to pick up, and you can see there's a flag outside here yeah. that we can see that's whipping. So it's going to be 30 mile an hour gust, maybe Yay. even steady. So that's going to make it. Difficult if you have to be outside for any stretch, uh, so keep that in mind. And hopefully your uh, your work is maybe uh, doing a delayed start or not at all because um, it's going to pick up again yeah. later this morning into midday, and we're going to get another uh, amount of accumulation. They're saying six to eight inches. If you're north of the city, it's going to be even more than I could get a foot. Yeah, yeah, we've we've learned uh, that uh, things can change dramatically depending yeah. on where you are on each side of the 95 corridor. And I know we've talked about this several times, but uh, my son's school district is it just a flat-out snow day today. No school. Really? No, no virtual, no Man, nothing. Man, because some are being forced to do the virtual. Yeah, but, we're uh, doing virtual at my house. Are you? Okay, yep. yeah. So I guess a part of the concern is, uh, um, you know, the teacher's ability to get in and out and, and uh, anybody else. So they just got a flat-out snow day, day off for the kids well, in the district, which I, is cool. The consideration is probably can the kid make it to the laptop, right. you know, with the snow yeah. being. An issue. Right, right, exactly. All right, but uh, nonetheless, that's our situation this morning. We will be here doing our job. We have a few things to get to, including getting you some cash. It's yeah. Last week of no sad dough and your first shot at it, 8 a.m. We'll do it again at 10 and throughout the course of the day. So don't miss. This is the last week to get in on it. We do have a guest on the program. Our buddy Bam Margier is going to be joining, in, joining us. He recently had his Bentley stolen in California. It's a crazy story. We'll get that from him a little bit later on and just check in on his general well-being as he's on his uh, road to recovery these days. Uh, So we'll do that around 9 o'clock. We have these things and more. We're going to take a break, come back in a second. Stupid question, giving some things away. And the entertainment report, of course. Stay put. It's coming up next. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. In ShopPlay Win Monopoly at Acme, every ticket wins an offer, a prize, or tokens for sweepstakes. It's easy to play. There's no game board. Just scan your tickets from checkout in the Shop Play Win app and see what you won. With over 230 million in prizes and money-saving offers, you could be a winner. No purchase necessary. See rules at ShopPlayWin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion. Acme, official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we're going to do the stupid question. We're going to give away a digital PS4 copy of Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. So the question, and I got a nice list uh, from our friend Craig Legans uh, from the comic book gurus. Uh, it's Black History Month starting today. How about that? Uh, so he gives me some great trivia questions concerning um, black uh, celebrities and black history in general. Um, so I think I got to lead with this one. From the movie Coming to America, according to Frank Sinatra, how old is Joe Lewis? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this, all right? So, uh, from the movie Coming to America, according to Frank Sinatra, how old is Joe Lewis? 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now. We'll see if you can get the answer. I will go through 
Where the hell are my birthdays? What? Uh, oh, no. Oh, Don't got tell me. Nope, right. I got them. I got them. They were, We'd have uh, to just close the show down. Buried underneath the question. So we have a lot of birthdays today on February 1st. It is Michael C. Hall, the actor's birthday. Uh, Dexter. Dexter, correct. Six, Six feet, feet under. under. As well. Uh, and, and it's a big birthday for him as he's 50 today. Oh, wow. And he was married to Jennifer Carpenter for a while, right? He was. His co-star in Dexter. Yeah. Played his sister on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think they lasted for a, while. a fair amount of time and yeah. then uh, then they called it quits. Yeah, and she's he, uh, married to one of the Avid brothers. I don't know if it's Scott or Seth. Oh, really? One of them, yeah. Okay. So 50 today. Uh, Garrett Morris, legendary, uh, one of the original Saturday Night Live, not ready for primetime players. Yeah. uh, Is 84 years old today. And one of his cameos, and I think it was explained to me by um, Craig Lagans, is he has a very quick cameo in the movie Ant-Man. He's in a car. Yes. Ant-Man falls down, lands, and makes a dent in the roof of his vehicle. And I think it was Craig that told me it was because in an old SNL skit, they had a party where all the superheroes were, and he was Ant-Man, and they busted his balls about it. Ooh, strength of a human. (laughs) Right, right. And so I never made that connection, and that's why he has a quick cameo in that movie. So he is 84 today. Lisa Marie Presley. That's right, man. Elvis's little girl. Man. Uh, I know you're only seven years old, but one day you're going to be my wife. What? what? <laughs> what? Is that his daughter? Uh, Lisa Marie is his daughter, right? Yeah, Correct. Yeah. 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 There we go, man. You're thinking of Priscilla. They're all going to say it's all incest, man. That's right. Uh, Lisa Marie is uh, celebrating her 53rd Did she recently have birthday. a tragedy? There was a... Um, oh, yeah. What was, was it? it? Was it her, s- her son died? I'm thinking. Uh, yes, I'm all over the something. place. It was a I suicide. Might it was horrible. Be correct. Uh, Nick is going to search on that real quick and uh, find out. But she and uh, were she and Michael married for a they short were. time? They yeah. were married. Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley married for a short amount of time. Yeah, her son never died. Yeah, what's that, Kath? Her son died. Uh, it was a suicide. Oh, right, and it was man. just within the past year, was it not? Yeah, in uh, July twelfth. And would have been the last to carry on. I think Elvis's. I think, teams, I think right? you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ma'am. Well, uh, hopefully things are better in her world. Lisa Marie Presley, Presley fifty three today. Paulie Shore. Paulie Shore has a birthday, and he's also fifty three years old today. It's funny where he falls in the entertainment realm because he was super hot for a while, very popular. You yeah. know, I fell MTV, into that. Yeah. I, I yeah. was a fan of a his. fan of his. Yeah, at that time he was writing the MTV crest, the weasel, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. goofy. It was stupid humor, but I thought it was a, a funny character at the time. I spent money to see Son-in-Law in uh, the movie theater. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's a guilty like, pleasure. I went to see him uh, do stand up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I spent money on that <laughs> as well, and I enjoyed it. He w- he was great. And then uh, we've had him in studio a couple times. He's, he's been fine. Ni- he's been a nice guy. He's totally fine. Yeah. And his his mother's Mitchie. Shore, the comedy store, legendary club owner, and uh, I think he sort of gets Paulie Shore. You yeah, know? He, I've, I've heard reports he can be a bit full of himself, right? But, you know, but who knows? In fact, we even talked to him about that a little bit, right? He's like, well, maybe people encountered me at the wrong time, but he's fifty three today. Uh, Lauren Conrad, reality TV star, Laguna yes. Beach, <laughs> the real Orange County, and the hills. Now you're talking your turf. Yeah, yeah. that's all in my it's zone. It's all you, man. I'm sorry. Was she with the chick that in? She was. Kristen, with- Kristen Cavallari. Yeah. That's yes. Name. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And they were uh, enemies. Yes. They were. Uh, they. They. They were uh, not fans of each other. I was going to say dressing Jane. That's not her thing, right? Hers. Uncommon James. Uncommon James. Dressing, dressing Jane, your... Jane is my. That's friend. your friend. Okay. <laughs> Uncommon James is Kristen Cavallari. Okay. Yeah. And then Jesse James was an outlaw. 
That's funny. <laughs> She's 35. Uh, Sherilyn Fenn. Oh, Twin, I loved. Twin Peaks. Love that look she had in Twin Peaks. That She had a retro look. Do you remember that? With uh, the... Uh, the heavy eyebrows and all that stuff, and the beauty mark. I didn't watch Perp- Twin Peaks. Yeah, I was. Yeah, love that show. Uh, but she was in just one of the guys, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. She looks is. like Elvis Costello and the Karate Kid, Kid combined. Yeah. yeah. She um she pops up in things all the time and really uh, okay. yeah, but always as a bit character. Like so, she was in um uh, for a hot minute. She was in the last season of Goliath. I just I think I never she- saw the first season of Goliath. Oh, you didn't? No. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I really, I mean, it's Billy Bob Thornton. I just, I, I dig him. But, um, yeah, I don't know. She is older. More uh, matronly. Matronly, but I still got a thing for her, man. All right. Uh, she has a classic look about her. She in, does. In that, uh, yeah, yeah, Steve, we were looking at a picture of the Twin Peaks. Yes. So she is uh, 56 today. Uh, it's Joy Philbin's birthday. Joy Philbin. Today. That is right. Uh, Reg- I miss you, sweetie. Regis's widow. I'm up here in heaven. Uh, she- I left the video camera so you could keep recording Hulk and his sex acts. <laughs> uh, so she turns 80 today. They were. Uh, how long were they together? Uh, forever. Yeah. Yeah. For it's a always. Long time. In fact, Preston, if you remember, she would come on and she would host a show with me. Sometimes yeah. she'd be the co-host. Mm-hmm. She had all the jobs. She was good. I was reading that here. Had did she have a? career in entertainment before that or did, uh, yes. did he just kind of say come on and try now remember i'm just the ghost so i may not know as much okay. as everyone else but i think she did yes of course she's 80 um mike campbell lead guitarist for the heartbreakers of tom petty and the heartbreakers and now uh, fleetwood mac uh oh really yeah, he, he stepped in preston he did step in yeah he's uh, taking over the lindsey buckingham role and uh, apparently he's doing really well he's okay. not yeah, I, I think he's really enjoying that, and I think they're getting along well. He's a very musical guitarist. I mean, he, he has he's one of those who who plays a great melody and not necessarily goes for showmanship and things like that. He plays what the music calls for. He play, really, plays what it needs. Really talented, yes. Thank you, Reed. He's 71 today. Last birthday, Ronda Rousey. Wow. Mixed martial artist. Just reading about her. Actress and uh, now a wrestler. Well, she was a wrestler, had left the wrestling, and now the word is she's going back into the wrestling. Okay. I didn't know she had left the wrestling. She had left the wrestling, yes. Okay. Of course, Um, that could have been just part of the storyline. I've always dug her. I think she's... uh, She's badass. She's a badass. She's hot. Um, She's uh, 34 today, so happy birthday to Ronda Rousey. You rip your nutsack off, right? I'm sure she could do that. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question from uh, Coming to America... According to Frank Sinatra, how old is Joe Lewis? And I will go to Frank. Hey there, Frank. Good morning, it. All right. Good morning, it, to you. Frank, how old is Joe Lewis? 137. You're right. <laughs> Joe Lewis, 137 years old. That's right, Frank. Hang on the line. We're going to get your information. We're going to give you a digital uh, PS4 copy of Crash Bandicoot 4. that was a great boxer. It's about time. At the box office, uh, number one was uh, The Little Things, Denzel Washington and uh, Rami Malek. I watched it. What would you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought Jared Leto was great. I thought uh, he plays, um, spoiler alert, the uh, suspected serial killer. Right. And uh, he doesn't overdo it. He just kind of plays them just... Um, just right. I think just... Did you watch it? I I, I was going to and I didn't. Okay. Because uh, to me, I was... The review said that it was... You've seen, you've it, seen before. it before. Yeah. And probably, you know, um, but you've never seen it with those three actors. That's and three I, and I like all yeah. three of them. Yeah. Good. Number two is The Croods, A New Age. Followed by Wonder Woman 1984, The Marksman, Mo- Monster Hunter, News of the World, Promising Young Woman... Then you had Fatal, The War with Grandpa, and Our Friend, 
rounding out the top ten of the box office. We're going to lead with news about Megan Fox. She apparently had a massive rock on her uh, uh, engagement finger, prompting rampant speculation. But now, it seems, Fox is reacting to the excitement over a potential marriage to Machine Gun Kelly with a photo on Instagram stories of herself wearing a ring that reads F.U. on that same thing. And she also included a frowny emoji. Uh Frowny. Fox and Kelly have been... (laughs) Yeah, you're right. We need the the crowd response. Uh, So she had the rock on her finger, you said, right? Uh, Well, it said F.U. She read... Get your finger out of my ass. She had a rocky on her finger. Uh, Fox... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fox and Kelly have been linked since May, uh, shortly after she and her husband Brian Austin Green, uh, Green Brian Austin, it says Kelly. Buying Austin Kelly. It says, Brian Kelly, it, the head coach of Notre yeah, Dame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She <laughs> and her husband Brian Austin Kelly. It does say Kelly. Uh, machine Gun machine Kelly. Gun Kelly. Yeah. Uh, uh, they announced their split, which uh, he said had happened previously. The pair have consistently packed on the PDAs and issued jaw-dropping quotes. Fox. Yeah. Fox said in July, we're actually two halves of the same soul, I think. Okay. And I said that to him Oh, I said that to him almost immediately because I felt it right away. She said, mm-hmm. uh, a source said that um, they're very serious and I plan on spending the future together. There will be an engagement at some Ooh. point, but they are not engaged now. She, now, go ahead. Uh, it- there was, uh, she's showing her appreciation for Machine Gun Kelly's performance on Saturday Night Live over the weekend after her boyfriend made his debut on the series performing his tunes Lonely and my ex's best friend. She took to Instagram to offer high praise, and she also shared a carousel of photos taken during the exciting SNL week. Uh, She had uh, captioned it SNL week and wrote, best performance that show has ever seen. No, And she added a head-exploding emoji, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was followed good. by there, a broken heart one. There were two good performances. Two solid performances. Uh, no, of course Best not. Best ever course, in the history of that show, man. She's in love. What are you going to do? I know. Uh, so uh, the performances were good. They I were don't okay. Know, I don't know if you saw at the end of the show. Yeah. So he's buds with Pete Davidson Preston, and uh, he goes to pick him up. And, you know, like at the end, they're all standing there doing the final thing. Right. And, and he goes to pick him up, and with Pete Davidson up on his shoulders, he falls off the stage. Who did? Backwards. Machine Both Gun Kelly. Both of them or yeah, Machine yeah. Gun Kelly yeah, did? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, she, you know, uh, she she was going on and on, but say, she overstated a little bit by saying it's the best performance that show has ever seen. A lot. Her message was well-intentioned as it's supportive, but uh, given that SNL is known for showcasing some of the industry's most iconic and loved musicians over the course of 46 seasons, it might be a bit much. Uh, this season alone has included such performers as Justin Bieber, Megan The Stallion, Bruce Springsteen, Jack White, and Dua Lipa. So uh, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, the, he's good, though. I have to say, he, you know, but you do definitely feel a complete Blink-182-ish vibe. Uh, from his yeah. music? Yeah. yeah. We just watched a video of them falling <laughs> off the stage. That was uh, That's pretty classic. Uh, let's see. Meghan Markle has changed her name on her son's art, her son Archie's birth certificate from Rachel Megan 
to Her Royal Highness the Duchess of Sussex to Her Royal Highness the Duchess of Sussex. What is this again? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you so, got rid of the Rachel Megan part? I guess so, yeah. She and, changed it to Brian Austin Kelly. <laughs> and Prince Harry also added Prince to the document to complete his title of His Royal Highness Prince Henry Charles Albert David oh, Duke of Sussex. Knock it off. Archie is seventh in line of the throne, but the spokesman says the change was made at the palace's request. Change it! Not something they randomly set out to do, as previously reported. Uh, reports have also emerged that uh, Harry's plan to travel to London this summer, uh, that he does, and he is expected to jet there in June in time for Prince Philip's 100th birthday. Oh, that's right. Uh, Megan and Archie will remain in Los Angeles. Yeah, he's going to turn 100. Oh, 100 years old. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's actually doing pretty well for a guy who should not be driving. Uh, You're right, yeah. Claire Crawley of uh, Bachelorette fame is letting fans know that how she's doing after her public split from Dale Moss uh, during an Instagram Live. The I love you. Uh, the Bachelorette alum revealed that uh, she'd been struggling with anxiety, but that she wanted to go public in a bid to help others. Uh, she said, I, I, loved you. I think when you open yourself up love you. to share what you're going through... Not as a victim, but as, like, vulnerability. Oh, and no! More just, like, the human side of you, with your friends, your family, the public, with people, as much as you want to share. Mine more, mine more so happens to be a lot more public than most people. Shut the f*** up! But I think when we share our struggles, it gives people the opportunity to relate to it and to share their struggles. So, following, Shut the f- up! following her appearance on The Bachelorette... <laughs> That's my favorite. I love it. Mark Summers. Sometimes it just hits. It's, 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 it's better than Larry David. Uh-huh. Shut the f*** up. Uh, there is a rough social media Post a double there. backlash against her following her appearance on The Bachelorette. And then came the split from her fiancé and her mother's battle with Alzheimer's. With the pandemic thrown in for good measure, she said, I'm getting to the point where I'm trying really hard to come back from that, make a U-turn. Because Shut the f- because it's a dark place to be in when you've got a lot of stuff uh, compiled on Shut each other. Shut the f*** up! All right, so now let's talk about him. Dale Moss. Shut the f*** up! Is also sharing his side. On an Instagram Live Saturday, he said, I talk so much with family and I friends. talked lots of words. <laughs> it came down of my mouth. I talk so much. <laughs> Look, it, it comes out my pie hole. Your talking hole? My talking hole. He said, I talk so much with family and friends about everything that's gone on. The situation with Claire. I can solve that. Everything that they can say, I can I can distill down. They are both shallow idiots. Yeah. And and, and they, they everything that's happened to them is of their own accord. They got involved with the show. She made a bad decision. This guy was clearly a hound. And that's what happened. Well, he said, it's effing sucked, you know. And I think everyone looks for the right answer, a right way to handle these things. Someone for guidance, and there really effing isn't one. He said, wow. This, he said, this is rock. He's the new Aristotle. Uh, I felt so... Many emotions, so much guilt, but also so much confusion, so much hurt. It was a babe in the woods. And I know that we both have. And looking for so many answers before this even happened on how to make things better. But the reality of it is... Cut li- me, do I not bleed? Life- <laughs> Come on, no, no, you're not quoting Shakespeare. Life is... <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me ask you guys a, a question about this show, because... I- what I found about these two is that they are inherently unlikable. And, Steve, everything you just said, I couldn't agree with you more. However, 
there are occasionally likable people on this program, right? So there are. The guy, I think the Bachelor. Now, I don't remember if it's the Bachelor or the Bachelorette now. Uh, but that guy's not. He's he's likable. He's he's a totally fine, dude. Yeah. So why don't they cast more people that? Um, aren't they complete idiots? I, I, I think they don't want the neutrality. I don't. I think they they yeah. want they want them on, on extremes. The idiots are fun. Okay, and here's a case where so she, it's we make fun of them, and that's the appeal. People in it? are watching yeah. and talking about it, right? And, sure. and that's what they want. And so the worst thing for case would be if they actually did fall in love and got and and every. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was, then that would be perfect. No. Yeah, yeah. They want controversy. So I mean, the thing that happened in, in that particular season. Uh, she found love with this guy. The other dude like berated her and then ended up leaving. Like all of that right. stuff was like, oh, this is this is gold. This is gold. This is going to be great. We're going to, in fact, we're going to turn this into two separate episodes, even though it all happened within you know <laughs> ten minutes of each other. Well, she I don't know. she she du- she ducked out on the show. She was remember again. We said as we said last week she was positioned to be the old or the she was the oldest bachelorette to com- to compete. Yeah, or or to be the object of these guys. She uh, desire. should know better she, too. Right, she should have been even better at this. She got swept up. Goes and says, "Okay, I need to leave the show because I've already clicked with this guy, and this is the real thing." And and now she regrets it. Yeah, already clicked with the guy when she had gotten into the argument with the other dude. Uh, this dude comes and swoops in, says all the right things, and oh my God, you're the one. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then she left, and it was. I mean, here we are. We're and here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, I have some other things to get to. Uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are reuniting on the small screen, and their kids are less than thrilled. Uh, the pair who met on that '70s show, of course, are co-starring in an upcoming Cheetos Super Bowl commercial, which will be dropping on February seventh. Uh, she told ET, "It's so silly." Uh, Ashton and I, we never worked together. It seemed like old times working together like you did on that 70s show. She didn't answer that question for me, T. Uh, she said, Ashton and I, we never answer worked together. Answer the goddamn question. She said, I mean, I know we worked together before, and in the midst of quarantine, uh, they sent us this ad to do, and every time I've ever been offered a Super Bowl ad, it's always a female having to be scantily clad, and this one comes around, and I started laughing so hard, and Ashton was like, you know, this is kind of funny. And you I was got, like, You thought it was funny? And I was like, we should do it. Uh, she added that she has never been so excited to wake up at 5 in the morning to be like, I'm going to work. And I literally skipped out of the house. My kids were like, you're abandoning abandoning us. And I told them to relax. Me so, kids upset. I get, it sounds like they were. I don't know. I have no idea what the... Uh, the premise story is behind the the ad and what, what's the premise? I don't know what the premise is, so we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But They've already I, started leaking a few. Uh, yeah, you can see them on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, the Wayne's World one. Did you see that? I did. I thought it was very underwhelming. Um, do you want to hear the clip from it? Yeah. So it's 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 both them back doing a Wayne's World bit for the Super Bowl, and the the, the joke is they can't say. Super Bowl. Yeah. They oh, can't okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Marissa is sending that there it over. Is. And yeah, yeah, here is a, a clip. Is this the whole ad or just part? It's of 30 it? seconds. All right. Here we go. All right. And we're back. 2020, man. That was a great year. Not. <laughs> yeah. It really sucks. It sucked, donkey. Good one. We just wanted to say that we'll see you soon for the game. Which, for legal reasons, cannot be named. We'll see you on the big bowl. The gigantic bowl. Totally legal. Yeah, completely legal. <laughs> All right, good teaser. Yeah, I feel good about it. Uber, um, Uber Eats. <laughs> Uber Eats? Okay. Yeah. And so that's get the, the food. That's the teaser ad, I guess, and the actual commercial airs during the commercial. I don't know. I hope there's more to it than that. Well, they said at the end right there, uh, good teaser. 
Okay. okay. All right, so more on the way. So, yeah, they've reunited, and we'll, we'll start to see a little bit more of these and word of them so you can be prepared oh, six, and know what to look for in the yeah. commercial breaks of the Super Bowl this weekend. Jessica Beale is wishing her husband, Justin Timberlake, a 40th birthday. On Sunday, she posted a shot of him wearing a crown and ready to devour pancakes and fruit. And she wrote, there is no one I have more fun with, have more laughs with, feel more deeply for, and have more history with. She said, I honor you today, baby. And wish you the most creative and fulfilling year to date. Happy 40th. I'm going to waking with a story. <laughs> Jessica Beale apparently is preparing pancakes for a birthday celebration. We go down to Jim in front of the Pentagon. Jim, is that true that pancakes have been prepared for an individual's birthday party? Yes, that's right, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Back to you. Uh, I've got a more interesting pancake story. Did you guys know that you can cook one large, gigantic pancake in a rice cooker? Uh, no. Yes, you can. Back no. to you. Okay, so... <laughs> this is revelation this morning on the Philadelphia Radio Morning Show. President Steve, uh, producer Casey Boy revealed that you can cook a large pancake in a... What was it? Rice cooker. In a rice cooker. I'm talking... So, but, so how big is this? So how big? You, like 10 servings, right? So I guess essentially what would be like 10 pancakes... You stick all of that batter into a rice cooker, yeah. and it comes out like pressing, like a cake, like a cake, like okay. that thick. And as it's opposed all to large in, in diameter, mm-hmm. uh, why would you want it's to? Thicker. Yeah, well, I... so you would eat it differently, right? So what you I would end up you would doing not use is your mouth? you would no, you would have to cut it like like a cake. <laughs> you would get slices of it instead of. You shove it in your ears. <laughs> you eat it differently. You eat it differently. You, you butt chug it. Okay. Man, this here is delicious. <laughs> um, so that would change the texture of it because the thing about pancakes is because they're thin, you get more of that outside cooked yeah. area. So it would be a different experience. I'd be game for at least trying it. At least trying it, right? Yeah. So my youngest is a huge fan of rice, so much so that uh, Santa Claus brought her a rice cooker. So... Mm. I will be making this in the very near future. All right. Yeah. Let's I found go. out about it last night. It was like way too uh, past uh, meals to actually do it. But I saw it, and I'm like, yep, this is so what I'm going to be doing. from Casey Boy follows through on the presentation this morning. He will be making that large pancake for his daughter. Uh, I was not aware of that. I'm, I'm game for that case. Yeah. Uh, it, it sounds interesting. Well, you know what? It becomes a literal cake. Yeah. yeah, as yeah. It, puts to, cake it, it puts the cake and pancake. It'd be less of a pan Cake. Right, mm. yes. And more of a... You would have to just call it cake. Cake, cake. I had crepes on uh, Saturday morning. Did you cook them in a large... Well, my girlfriend cooked them. Uh, uh, no, not a large... No, just on the on the griddle. Okay. And uh, with fruit. Strawberries. Ooh, I, I love crepes. Yeah, the crepes strawberries. Are yummy. And, I yeah. think I prefer crepes to pancakes. There was a, There used to be a place. It was in Maniac on Main Street. It was a crepe place. There were two or three of them in the city. They, I think. I guess they've gone, but they were phenomenal crepes. Oh, they got them at the King of Prussia Mall. Sweet and savory. What? Yeah, yeah, they got one outside of Maury's Pier. A crepery? In, in Wildwood. Yeah, I don't give a crepe. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake had pancakes. Harry Crepe. <laughs> for his birthday. Chloe uh, Kardashian showed off her stretch marks in a black bikini on Instagram. <laughs> and she wrote, I love my stripes. Echoing similar comments, her sister Courtney wrote about her own body after posting a oh. photo of her own stretch marks Stop in 2019. It. Look at this uh, quote-unquote stretch mark photo. It's I don't see anything. I see nothing. It's bogus. It's ridiculous. Where, where are they at? I'm they're, looking they're, for... they're very light towards the front, lower, lower, right up front, where it, it, they're almost imperceptible. Okay. Look back here. 
This is where I was attacked by another bear. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm looking at it. I don't see any. No, I like see on the back was, of her leg. Yeah, sand and. No, oh, then, then, then it's just sand. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Cellulite. Yeah. Those don't, that doesn't no, look like stretch marks. marks. Those are stretch marks. Uh, okay. I mean, because usually the stretch marks that I've seen are actually discolored. They're another color of uh, another. No, um, they can be the same. as The cellulite is more like uh, bumpy. Yeah. Kim okay. has stretch marks around her mouth. <laughs> hey, did you guys see the uh, Chloe Kardashian commercial that she does for the migraine medication? I have. No. She looks great. She looks great. Well, she listen, looks I nothing mean, like Chloe Kardashian. I know, I know. She looks like some other, she looks like another person who's very attractive. So, anyhow, Courtney had written uh, something similar in 2019. Kim wrote, it's the waste for me, with a clapping emoji. Uh, and Chloe wrote back, you taught me all the angles. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. All right, so Kim Kardashian <laughs> was taking pictures of Courtney Kardashian as she got out of a pool. So that's what that's all about. And I, 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 I am cursed to know that. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Lee Daniels' reboot of The Wonder Years has been picked up by ABC. Huh. Um E.T. reports with Tom Sizemore uh, that these series will be how a black middle class family in Montgomery, Alabama, in the turbulent late 1960s, the same era as the original series, uh, made sure that it was the wonder years for them, too. And uh, Fred Savage is going to direct the pilot. Oh, well, there you go. Which is great. He's quite an accomplished uh, director. He's our director. So it, it sounds like it's not going to be a different version of. You know, that same family right. rebooting that. It's just going to be another story of that time with a different uh, a different family. type of family. Yeah, so I was all that over should be cool. the original that because uh, Nick, you I and I that. were contemporaries oh, yeah. and, you know, these people were our age and they were, you know, even though it was um, probably 10 years prior to um, our ages. Well, that was you know the genius I mean? of the show was that yeah. it appealed to you and me at that age and it also appealed to our parents at the time because of the music and the era and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, their their first kiss was just such a huge... It's monumental. Well, monumental see, I didn't, thing, I didn't yeah. fall in the category as you or your parents, but I loved it just because of the sentimentality of childhood yeah. Yep. Yeah. and the formative years and how great it, it was. It, it resonated it with wherever excellent. you were on the age scale. Yeah, it was just well written. Is that available anywhere? Is it on Netflix or... I don't know. Good question. Don't I, know. I would um, like to give that a try. Yeah. A, 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 mm-hmm. Not a re, not a try, but a... A retry. A, a retry. Yeah, go and, yeah. Uh, and see how it holds up now uh-huh. in, your, in your memory. Um, yeah, because actually um, Freaks and Geeks is now available for, I think, the first time ever on any sort of streaming. And I started watching that. It's on Hulu, Case. Okay. Yeah. The Wonder Years. Okay. Very cool. Uh, you know what? I want to turn my kids on to it, see if, they, uh, if it you know, hits with them as well. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker says the 10-episode Sex and the City reboot for HBO Max will address COVID. <laughs> it's impossible. They, didn't they <laughs> stop all the races? The 55-year-old told Vanity Fair that it will obviously be a part of the storyline because... Uh, that's the city that they live in, and um, she added that... Uh, yes, I'd like to purchase a COVID mask for a very long face. <laughs> COVID-19 has challenged relationships once friends disappear, and I have great faith that the writers are going to examine it all, she said. Look at my COVID mask. It has a bucket for oats. Oh, jeez. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> So Steve Zack Snyder's extended cut of Justice League will drop on March 18th. Yes. That's the official date, so mark it on your yes. calendar. It will be on HBO Max. 
Uh, Justice League was uh, finished by Joss Whedon, of course, after Snyder had a family tragedy, had to step away. We spoke to him at length about that at the Camp Out for Hunger. It was awesome. And it's going to be, what, like four hours long? It's going to be four hours. Now, uh, it's not going to be, it's going to be uh, all four episodes at once. So basically he's saying it is the full movie. You can consume it however you want to in, in whatever increments you want to consume it in or watch the full four. I think it's four hours plus by a little bit. But I'm very much looking forward to it. And, and apparently, there was not a lot of additional shooting that took place. There was so much that was excised from the original Zack Snyder cut mm-hmm. that uh, they just, you know, put it back in. They actually color corrected the film the way he wanted it and extracted some of the, the stuff that Joss Whedon did. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. One last story. X-Men stars James McAvoy. Uh, also, Daisy Ridley, musician, uh, Dizzy Rascal, and Little Mix singer. Uh, Jade Thrillwall are among those luminaries participating in a celebrity version of the Great British Bake Off. I don't know when that's going to air. I love the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> um, but uh, it'll be cool to see James McAvoy and yeah. Daisy, Daisy Ridley in there. So. He was a great interview. Oh, he was, he was fantastic. Uh, you, ever watch the best. you ever watch the show? I've not watched that one, no. Yeah, so I think that's the original. I think that's the step off, and it's, uh, it is... Um, uh, it's really cool. I, you know, it doesn't even matter exactly what they're making. It's it's the the process and the personalities and mm-hmm. the the, uh, the judging chefs or, or bakers. Uh, it's all good. Well, they're going to be on it. Let's get to the clips now. I almost watched this this week. In the summer in rural Oahu takes a turn for two Brooklyn-raised siblings when a journal pointing to long-lost treasure sets them on an adventure to reconnect with their Hawaiian heritage in Finding Ohana. And here, star Lindsay Watson talks about bringing her culture to the screen. Here we go. You know, I grew up and never saw my culture on the screen. I never got to see girls like me. And my culture has always been something so, you know, true to my heart. And I'm so excited for everyone to learn about it. Even if you visited or you've heard about it, you haven't had a true chance to see the inside. And I feel like in our movie, we did a really good job to touch on that. <laughs> so, uh, Finding Owa- uh, Ohana is streaming now on Netflix. Next clip. The relationship between a film director and his girlfriend is tested on the night of his latest premiere in Malcolm and Marie. And in this clip, Zendaya discusses the lessons that she learned from starring in this film. Here we go. You know, a huge topic about what this movie talks about is, you know, the appreciation of, of the people in our lives and the ramifications if we don't, you know, uh, acknowledge the people in our life that are special to us and do make it possible to do what we do. And so I think a huge takeaway for me is to make sure you say thank you, like in real life to the people that help you. Malcolm and Marie premieres this Friday on Netflix. That's our report for this Monday morning on the Preston Steve Show. Managed to get all that news. Got even a, with this inclement weather, somehow you, they made it through by dog sled or whatever they did. They got it to you. Soldiered it, man. Yeah. They got it here. All right, so uh, with that, we're going to take a break. We have stuff to get to, including money. This is our final week of No Sad Dough. So 8 a.m., your first chance at grabbing $500. Happened seven times today. Uh, Bam Margera is going to be on the program as well, and we have some other things that we will dive into. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. MMR Rock Shop Flash Sale Alert. Preston said it. Good morning, Ed. Now you can own it. Good morning, Ed. 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 Good morning, Ed
Good morning. Good morning. Just hanging out. Good morning. It. That is the official Preston and Steve. Good morning. It. Coffee mug. Limited time item. Get it through this Wednesday only. Also just added new Brent Porsche logo hats and shirts and the return of the Pierre beard face mask while supplies last. Plus all your MMR logoed favorites on sale now. So easy and just a click away in the rock shop at WMMR.com. All the merch that rocks. We're in the uh, the lull right now as far as the the snow goes, so don't think that you're uh, you're you're in the clear as of yet. Because uh, by late morning into midday, we're going to start getting more snow, and it's going to be heavy at points, and we could get another six to eight inches. That's what we're hearing, right? Yeah, and yeah. into tomorrow. So heads up on that. And one one good thing out of all this, I mean, I don't care for the snow myself as far as the the work week goes. Weekends, I'm I'm not too uh, you know I don't I don't care too much about it. But when you have to get out and driving it in Spain in the ass. But I am happy for um, the snow removal companies and the landscapers who last year, not not a drop. Nothing. Not the tiniest bit. So they lost it. They, they count on that money. I mean, freaking, we live on the East Coast. You know, it's supposed to snow. Freaking snow. So here's uh, Corvair Ryan, BHL Goose, texted in and said, looking for some love. Been in the backhoe moving snow since 1 a.m. Wow. Uh, but uh, making the money, so yeah. there you go, man. So last year was nothing. What about the year before? Was there? We didn't have a lot. We haven't had a lot I in th- a couple of years. I think it's been two yeah, years yeah, yeah. of light lifting. There yeah. was some, uh, but uh, the year before, but last year, nothing. And I and I talked to a couple of people in the landscaping industry because obviously it's you know summer and spring and fall actually is their season, but winter is that kind of what yeah. do we do now? Right. Yep. And then they try to make some money with snow removal. So they didn't I, get it. We uh, we have we're lucky. We have the option to stay in a hotel down the street, which is a nice perk. And um, I did that last night, and we'll see if if that ends up happening again tonight. But I was trying to remember yesterday when was the last time I needed to do that, and, and I don't know if I necessarily had to do it last night, but I just felt like it was the a safe option or whatever, so I did. Um, but I haven't in several years. I can't remember the last time that it. It certainly wasn't last year. Now, yeah. did they have every time they have a snowstorm? The the people in the media in this area they gather for a Sadie Hawkins dance. Over they the, do. Yep. Over so the I got was to, that on last night? The, well, yeah, the six ABC crew uh, asked me out, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know what? It's a little less though. I think this year because of COVID mm. and the ability for people to to do their do work it from home. home. Yeah. Right. No. Exactly. Um, so those those uh, systems have now been kind of. Tweaked to where they're they're more usable, and rather than you know risk uh, you know getting stuck or something like that, you can just stay at home and do it. But they've determined that we're far more essential than the news personnel. Of course, we, we need are. to be in. Yes, telling our Courtney Kardashian stories. Um, uh, yeah, but I mean, right, the, the truth of the matter is, is that we've uh, bizarrely are expected to be in. You know, for this, but you're right, Preston. That, that remote stuff has made it a lot easier, and a lot of people just followed yeah. through with it. So. Yeah. And uh, other forms of work and school as well. Uh, so um, avoiding, and that's why, I mean, like, nobody was on the road this morning on my way. That's in. good. It was well, great. Well, we talked about the, the, the whole deal of the elimination of the snow day. Now, you said, Nick, your 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 son, uh, Ben, is having a, a snow day today. Yeah, you know what I, I saw, Steve? Part of that actually has to do with um, power issues. Oh, really? So, uh, they're concerned, the school district was concerned that if power were to go out in certain areas or at the school itself that they wouldn't be able to teach virtually. So they just, they are way out in front of it this year. Right. Last week, there was that potential for some stuff on Tuesday. Right. That ended up being nothing, but they called a snow day for that. But that ended up being a virtual day for everybody. Today, uh, and we got the news yesterday, uh, just no school at all, complete snow day. Huh. What is this, Texas? Has been sitting in Bridgeton since 11 a.m. yesterday. Truck has no heat. I'm tired, cold, and I want to go home. What? Wow. You're t- I, I assume that's a plow worker. 
But you have no heat in your. That's weird. That's and that's uh, that's deadly. That's actually, yeah. after a while, you know, exposure. It's eleven. Hang in there, man. Uh, hang on. Mike is currently uh, plowing snow. Yo, Mike, what's up, bud? Yo, Preston, just got out of the shower. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. You must smell wonderful. <laughs> nice. Uh, what story, dude? You've been working, dude. I've been up. Uh, I don't know. Wee hours of the morning, pushing snow. Uh, it actually worked out today that Westchester Area School District. Took a snow day. My son's out shoveling his sidewalk. As as I'm talking to you, he's out in the cold. I'm in the warm truck. <laughs> so so how much so how much can you uh, so are you contracted to do this or is it something you do freelance? Uh, so I have contracts with certain corporate customers. I'm right. doing one of my corporate customers right now in Malvern. Okay. And uh, yeah, I've been doing this one location for probably about twenty years. So you did I assume you did last night in preparation, but are you gonna when the next round comes through, which is expected in a couple hours, you're, you're gonna go back and do that as well and basically yeah. work around the clock? Probably be here I'm gonna say three more times before the snow's over. All right. Um, hey question about that, Mike. When when okay. when the snow comes in waves like this, so like, you know, you've probably you let's say you've cleared a, a place you're contracted for and then it's going to snow again, you know, later, and then you have to do it again. Do you get paid per, you know, uh, uh, per run, uh, with lack of a better term, each time you go and you clear it? So the answer for me is no. Okay. The, the answer for some guys is yes. Uh, some guys do by the push. I do by the inch. So I will bill one rate for, say, a two Those are porn rates, too, by the <laughs> You know what? They, they are, Steve. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, some like I do by the inch, so I'll charge one price for two to four inches of snow. Oh, I'll charge, I'll charge a higher price for five to eight inches of snow, so forth and so on. Hey, and, and where do where do you get those uh, those numbers from? Is there an official source to to say we officially got yeah. you know eight inches of snow? Um, the way that I bill it is when I like this lot I do. I looked at it and I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to be here for this long. I want to make this much an hour. I got to cover these costs. You know, you got to cover insurance, wear and tear on the truck. Sure. And I estimated what it was worth to me to effectively make money and be happy with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But but Preston's Preston's question is what uh, what is the general basis of inches? Do you use the National Weather Service? Do you just take a a a, a ruler? I apologize. I thought you meant how I yeah. actually think. No. Uh, when I'm all done, I'll go home. I'll turn on the 11 o'clock news. I'll watch Cecily Pine or Adam Joseph. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever, whatever number they say is whatever number I bill. Okay. All right. Okay. That all makes right. sense. Hey, Mike, I got a question for you. When it comes to like a year like last year where we didn't get any snow, um, does that mean you make zero money? Or are you kind of like a lawyer like on retainer, meaning – um, these guys have to pay you regardless, and then that way you can assure that you'll be at their place of uh, business first. So I do have one customer like that. They pay me an annual. If it snows, I get paid this. If it doesn't snow, I still get paid this. And if we get walloped with, like, you know, seven storms that are 24 inches, I still get paid the same. Um, other places are by the push. So it's, if we get snow, I get All right. paid. Um, but one thing I do and I've always done it, I absolutely don't count on snow money to live on. It's not part of what I need yeah. you know, to pay my bills. Sure. If it, if it comes in, it's a bonus. So, you know, truck parts, toys, you know, that kind of stuff. I got you. Gotcha. Yeah, right. you need your toys. Hang in there, man. All right, you got, you got some good eats? Uh, you got some food with you? 
Wawa's always open. There you <laughs> go. Nice, nice job. Hey, All right, bud. Let me, right. let me ask you guys. Okay, so what, So, do you go out, as you know, the snow is coming, and it's coming in, in, in uh, um, waves, or you have, you know, pauses, and then it kicks back up. Do you wait until it's completely over before you start snowing, or do you do you it incrementally plow, plowing? I mean, no, snowing. Um, until it starts plowing, yeah. Uh, usually I'll wait till it's over, right. but since I knew it was going to snow overnight mm-hmm. and it was a question mark as to how much we were going to get, right? Uh, I wanted to at least have the driveway somewhat done so in case, because there have been times where it's just tough to get out of the driveway. Sure, yeah. So I went ahead and did a pass on it around 8 o'clock. Did it make a difference yeah, or did it, it cover it, over? It yeah. made a difference. I yeah. mean, it covered back yeah. over, but yeah. I, I looking at at the uh, the snowfall around that wasn't touched, yeah, it, it made a difference that I got rid of it. I wonder on a on a like on a pro level what what's recommended if you just mm-hmm. if you just because I my inclination is to do it take a couple runs at it for that very reason, Preston. Yeah. Also to get it down to the pavement so that you don't have ice forming. Right. I, I, and before it snows, I put down on the steps de icer. Mm-hmm. I assume that's the way to do it. Right. I don't know. I, I don't know. I I don't usually put the ice uh, the salt down until after I'm done. But I I do. Like to do two. Pa- I would rather do two passes and make the snow lighter for each pass than one big pass with right. the heavy, heavy snow. I actually, I, and I have a snowblower, but I, um, I shoveled last night because it was. I just went out to and I gave it one little uh, scoop, and I'm like, okay, this is really light. Was the snowblower? Was the snowblower was tired, or what would you? No, do? I yeah. just didn't need it. And sometimes it's so light, yeah. That and sometimes was, case you can use. The uh the leaf the a leaf blower leaf yeah. blower yeah. yeah I was going to try that but I just I did the one little pass with the, with the shovel I was like this is easy I had music playing in my headphones yeah. and I just kind of was like all right let me just do because I was so sedentary yesterday that I needed to do something <laughs> uh, yeah. do you know what I mean right. like what well, was the snow that the snowfall was very light it was snow because was. I used on our on our. Uh, deck in the back. I just use a broom, yeah, and swept it off as opposed to using a shovel. Yeah, it's I had two to get gerbils heavier today. Okay, I had gerbils. And I would squeeze them and they would fart, and that's oh, how I got. Oh, yeah. interesting. <laughs> that's how. Did you guys see the, the little apparatus that they had here plowing the? the I mean, listen, I did the, not in the parking lot. They used the big plows, but they had a little guy. On like a scooter, on a plow scooter. Did you see him? No, I saw. No. Him. Okay, I just, I just like your excitement. Well, because it was cool. I was like, I want one of those. Cause hey, can... Mister, can I go for a ride? How old are you, son? Forty. Forty-five. Um. Uh. So it was. Um, hey, Mister. Hey, Mister. That's the slickest. Can I get a ride? How old are you, young fella? Forty-five. If you saw this, you would want it to. I know I would. Uh, I called you Stephen. Um, Stephen. Stephen. Mr. Morrison. Stephen Michael Morrison. He Mr. That's boss. Um, it was. It looks kind of like you know those uh, the lawnmowers that the landscapers use, where they kind of stand on the back of it. And dude, I'm in. I'm in. I love those things. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I I was like a second away from picking up, and I don't need it, and I don't know what I would have gotten it. But I see a lot of people using the now the super long extended propane um, uh, snow melters. Stop it. Have you seen it now? No. I've seen them on Instagram, not in person. I went to True Value. They okay. had like seven of them there. And I'm like, oh, man, and I got a whole bunch of cinch propane. They look I bad I could at do this. this. <laughs> I could do Preston, it's like 
you're like in the deep brush. You know, you're trying to take, uh, you know, an, an island in the, in, in, you know, the, uh, uh, the World War II, and you've got your flamethrower, and it's like, oh man, that'd be really cool. But I, I passed on. It. I had no, I haven't seen this at all. It, it, they're it, funny looking. I don't know if how how active they actually are, if or if it just looks like um something to be you know have fun with in the driveway. But they, they look fun. I think I'm gonna get one. <laughs> I, I, because, listen, I, my area is pretty good, and I, I use the snowblower because we we are on a corner street, and I have a ton of oh. sidewalk that I'm responsible for. Yeah, so I did two things. I repaved that entire sidewalk because it was impossible to to plow it before. It was uneven and and it, just impossible. But we got to take care of that. So I have the snowblower and and uh, any you know any additional help like a flamethrower <laughs> might be worth it. Here's a, a call about that thing that you're excited about, Casey. Ooh, yes. Um, by the way, I wrote down as a band name. Hey, Mister. <laughs> I like that. That's a great oh, I band like name. That. Hi, David. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? Uh, hey, you guys were just talking about the little snow scooter. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually, I've been running them since about midnight. Okay. Uh, zero turn. And what? they have uh, some hydraulics on them that make the plow go up and down. Uh, it's pretty fun. What what uh, what are those things called? They're called uh, snow radars. Snow radars? Snow radars. How much radar. are they? Can I... Snow radar. How, okay. much does, how much do those things cost? Um, I would say probably about... Maybe twelve hundred dollars or so. They're pretty expensive. No, it's not. It's not my personal equipment. I run with a big commercial company. Okay, yeah, it uh, looks like it's not made for just your driveway. I mean, it's. Oh no, definitely. Well, not. maybe you get a knockoff. If you don't get a snow radar, you get a snow major Frank Burns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Casey, looking at the picture, is this? Uh, mm-hmm. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, Casey, right. that does look like something that might run a little bit more because that's a little. Hey, uh, Mister. <laughs> hey, Mister. And in fact, it says boss on it, Casey. David, you yes, ever get boss? You ever get people asking you if they could go for a ride? Uh, no, but some people will say that looks pretty fun. Right. Uh, but Do- most people just mind their own business. What if a mind your business? What if a forty-five-year-old man came up and said, "Hey, Mister, can I go for a ride?" I'd say as long as you don't hit anything, I don't see why not. All right. All right. All right. Hold on tight, young feller. Thanks, right. David. How old are you? 45? <laughs> All right. Put your hands around my waist here. All right. Hold hey, on tight. Hold on tight. Don't want, don't want your mother getting sore at me. <laughs> sore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me... Uh, <laughs> Let me go to another call. Hey, uh, Kenny's got a suggestion on uh, clearing off your driveway one pass versus two. Hey, Kenny, good morning. Hey, this is DJ Kenny Knight, and I love those tasty morsels. Oh. Oh, They're the tastiest little morsels I've ever had. What's up, Kenny? Uh, I got two things. Uh, one, I just came back from Florida last night, actually. I left Florida at one thirty in the morning. Got a call from the guy that I plow for and said, hey, be up at 3. We're going out to plow. So oh, wow. I'm out plowing with my dad and wanted to give him a shout-out. His name's Greg. Right. Uh, second thing, and uh, usually when you're plowing and you know it's going to be like a heavy snow or we're going to get like two different waves, you always want to try to keep up with it so it's it's not as tough on your equipment. You know, he's okay. talking about those hydraulic systems. And uh, you wait till it gets heavy and, and with the sleet and rain and stuff, it's like – Terribly heavy and wet, so it's okay. Kenny, would you say that that would be the, the same methodology just in, in general around your home with your own snowblower and stuff? Oh, to- for, for sure, man. I, you're a snowblower, or even if you're shoveling, who wants to shovel like a right. foot of freaking wet snow? 
So, uh, so if, let, you, if you can keep up with it, that's probably your best bet. Let me ask you something, because in the world of tow trucks, we know that there are uh, there there are rivalries and things of that nature. Are there sort of like scab snowplowers that will go into a lot and sort of undersell? I mean, is is there a uh, is there a, a war sometimes between snowplow drivers? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know about like in the city. I'm kind of out in the suburbs right. in, in Burke County, but um, we get contracted uh, uh, from from businesses and stuff. So it would kind of be a waste of time for other guys to come in there. And I got yeah. Stuff if they're not even getting paid. Because well, we always it used would to be nice though. <laughs> yeah, I always used to hear that. Like some some of the guys I knew, you know, years ago would put a plow on their the front of like a, a jeep or whatever, mm-hmm. and go pick up some extra money doing a, a parking lot here and there. Sure, sure. All right, thanks, Last, Kenny. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no problem. Go ahead. Oh, what were you going to say? Last snowstorm, um, I was I was dead tired, and the weirdest thing happened to me. I I I, I took a little nap in the truck, and I woke up to some guy knocking on my window, and I woke up mid conversation. He's like, "So you're going to come plow my driveway?" I was like, "Dude, I don't even know you." Whoa! <laughs> you just like rolled up on me taking a nap, and was like knocking on my window. It's the strangest thing. All right. But hey, hey mister. <laughs> Thanks, Kenny. Appreciate it. That By the way, is boss. going back to that, a lot of people had texted in uh, the guy, what the guy was talking about. We appreciate it. It's called, it's not called a snow radar. It's called a snow rotator. Oh. And it's not 1,200. It's 12,000. Jesus no, Christ. $15,000. It is yeah. called a snow raider, not uh, rotator. It's snow raider, R-A-T-O-R. <laughs> But this one, this one says it's only twelve hundred dollars. No raider. Okay. Well, maybe maybe we're talking about a couple of different things here. So here's something that you should do with your neighbors: is just buy one. You know, split it. For the for yeah. a while, I was the one in in Maniunk, um with my neighbors. I was the one that had this snowplow because we were all sort of you know right next to each other, and I would do everybody's you know within the. the juxtapose homes i would do their What's, their sidewalks what is the protocol on that steve because we have a guy in our neighborhood yeah. who's really generous really nice and will do some of the homes but not all of them and i don't know what the rhyme or reason is as to which ones he does and which are ones you he one of the sum of or no. not all okay. not. <laughs> <laughs> have but, you have but, you ever uh given of your mouth freely to him no okay that's well, probably the deciding that's, you know fact. he's well, at the end of the cul-de-sac so yeah. maybe it, it depends because so we will go do our, our neighbor's um, driveway because it's an elderly woman that lives yeah. there and she never asks us to and we never we just go over and do it. Or, okay. or, or I'm sorry, we send the kids to go over <laughs> yeah, and do right, it. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but it's, it's Giuseppe's sweet? mom. Uh, oh, okay. So, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have them go over and do that. So it might be a scenario like that. All right, you know? so um, normally, Steve, we do, we'll go out and yeah. shovel our own driveway and I'm fine doing that. I don't have a, a snow plow yet. I probably should have gotten one at this point, but I don't. Um, but uh, it's nice to see this guy do it. My brother, uh, his next door neighbor is 89 years old. He's the guy that goes out and does it. 89-year-old? 89-year-old. He has a snowplow. And, Casey, I think it's kind of like you. Like, he's kind of sedentary, but when, when, when the snow comes, that's his jam, man. Yeah. He, he gets out, and he's like, all right, I'm doing the neighborhood. So he does yeah. my brother's driveway. He does his own driveway. It's kind of cool. It's, it's pretty it's, inspirational. It's nice. It's very yeah. it's, it's very generous, uh, Nick, you know, but it, it, those are few and far between, those yeah. people. Yeah. My elderly neighbor, uh, who has since passed away, uh, he was a great guy, but we would uh, shovel his driveway, and he would come out and be like, why are you doing that? Stop it. Like, he would get mad. I can do it. I can do it. He was, like, in his late 80s, and we were like, okay, we're just trying to help you. Yeah. It's that, that, that radio girl. <laughs>
I um I should I ended I bought a bike recently. I should have spent that money. I want to buy a tractor because you can actually buy like Husqvarna. Yeah, you know, like um not a tractor, but like a riding lawnmower, like right? a combine. Uh, no, 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 a riding lawnmower. <laughs> you can buy a Husqvarna riding lawnmower, and you can put a plow on yeah. the front of it. Right. Yeah. I don't know if it's if it's worth it. If it's you know. Uh, something right. would, that would actually... You want to get something that's cool? Work. Like Dr. Mike had, uh, he had a really precipitous slope at his old house, and he had he had the, the snow plow that basically had the uh, the tank treads mm. on the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, those, yeah. those are like, I, well, I'll say it, it's like a tank. Those are really reliable. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Yeah. Case, do you have a, do you have a place to, to store your, uh, your mower? Your well, in the living room. Uh, no, not in the living room, because um, that's where I put my bike, Steve. Uh, no, uh, I'll just have my mom. My mom uses the, the garage, so I'll just kick her out. You don't let and, her sleep? You, she sleeps in the garage? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's climate controlled, Steve. What do you okay. want, man? Fine. Here's, here's a text. Look, I put a blanket on the car. As far as uh, shoveling the driveway, it says, my method is wait till it stops, mm-hmm. then wait for the sun to melt it. Yeah. <laughs> That is I an approach. Had, um, it's going to be like 50 degrees by the time we get to Saturday. By is the way. it? Which, oh, is, yeah. which is one okay. of the, 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 it's Mother Nature's ultimate F you when you go and you know you're out there. We've, what is the law? I think the law is it has to be after the last bit of snow falls within. I think it's 24 hours. 24 hours. Or maybe 40. Right. I'm, I'm, yeah. There's some. Then and it you're might liable. Where you live. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As far as your, your um, sidewalk. Uh, your sidewalk goes. Yeah. yeah. I had uh, a couple of years ago before I bought a snowblower, the guy up the street, there was a guy up the street who was plowing one of my neighbor's driveways yeah. and I flagged him down and said, hey, mister. Hey, mister. <laughs> 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 uh, I was not going, there was a lot of snow. I was not going to shovel my driveway. Uh, so I asked him and he was like, it's a hundred bucks, right? Oh, hundred bucks. It might've been 50. Either way. It, I mean, for the time he put into it. <laughs> It took him like about thirty seconds yeah, to yeah, plow the entire. Drive. I'm like fifty bucks. Good for you. I mean, maybe twenty. Yeah, <laughs> for, you know, capitalism, yeah. though, man. No, I know, I know. He had it's me over a barrel. The effort they put into. I know. It's yeah. the effort you would have had to have put yeah, into yeah. it. That's what it's, it's about. like a locksmith. I yeah. locked my keys in, the, in an apartment one time. Yeah, and I had no way to get in. It was a weekend. I couldn't get a hold of managers. I called a locksmith. <laughs> I'm when I tell you it took him less than ten seconds to open it mm-hmm. and then go, you know, ninety dollars. There you go. I'm what? like, dear God. So that's it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So not a snow plow, but a snow blower. Can yes. you ask your neighbors to do your sidewalk? Yes. Yeah. I mean, We're, if they're if they're move, if they, listen, I feel so like here, here, my my neighbor, like as in Maniunk and in Mount Airy, it's right. You have to consciously stop at a but at a pretend line where i could just go a little bit further and take care of their thing so, so like, I, I feel like i feel like snow blowers are so finicky that like if it broke on and i asked them to do mine i'd be like oh no they're not that finicky no it, and and here's here's a way to ease into it okay. is is you say hey do you mind listen we got a lot of snow can i borrow your snow blower you you offer to do it oh okay. and you can also say and i'll fill it up for you too i'll you know i'll go to the Go to the gas station, get a gas okay. cancer pill. so cold, my nipples are so hard. <laughs> Kathy, more than likely, because it's so effortless to do it, they'll It'll say, just... I'll just do it for you. Okay. So that's a way to ease into All it. Right. It is if you want, but I, more often, if I've I've been blessed. I have great neighbors. I've had great neighbors for for a while. So, uh, you know, but I'm the one with the snow plows, I guess, I, you know, uh, and you just do it. It, yeah. it, it, it takes nothing, especially yeah. a lot of people, you know, Preston, 
Yeah. If you have your snowblower going, your snowplow, it, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I did is. my neighbor's uh, yeah, sidewalk yeah, last yeah, night yeah, yeah, just because yeah. I was out doing it. I'm like, yeah, hey, I'll knock this out real quick. Sure. Yeah. yeah, when I first got my blower, I blew my neighbor's yeah. driveway. <laughs> <laughs> blew him hard. I blew it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so his knees were, were bad. My knees so, were great. So I'll just so, get up on yeah. the table. <laughs> you had to get down on your knees. And, hang on. I want to go to, um, I want to go to uh, Gary here. Oh, Gary. There it is. Hey, uh, Gary, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, guys. Um. We have, uh, I do landscaping, so I'm, you know, out plowing right now. I've been out since about 6 o'clock uh, last night. But um, we have a, uh, it's called a Toro Grandstand. It's a, uh, it's a lawnmower, but you can take the deck off, put a snowplow on it. Okay. Um, it's a stand-on lawnmower. It cuts about four to five guys off of, a, off of the crew. Wow. To, uh, to, you know, just in productivity. Um so that would be an option for Casey because he can cut his lawn too. He kills two birds with one stone. Um, they're about eleven, eleven thousand. Eleven thousand? Um, yeah, that's going to go. Uh, over. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. wife will totally love that. <laughs> She'll go for that. Oh gosh, yes, eleven thousand, absolutely. Feel <laughs> you can put a. You can put a leaf blower on it. That will you'll blow your leaves in your yard in about. Hey, honey, and it'll blow, blow the, the leaves, leaves too. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. let me ask you, Gary. Does it come with a thing that makes it invisible? Because that's the only way he can get it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and but also, I was you were talking about the Husqvarna tractor. You can get a you can get a you know just go online. You can get a, a plow for any tractor, and it's only eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> no, for like no. four hundred dollars, you can get a regular. Uh, I know. Yeah, no, it's comprehensive. Yeah, the eleven thousand dollars is only worth it if you're using it to generate income. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Otherwise, yeah. If I could cut enough lawns in one summer to pay for it, yeah. Yeah, Hey, Mister, you want your lawn cut? That's what you need to do. Hey, Mister. (laughs) That's what you need to do. You need to to start your own yes uh, landscaping company, and therefore justify the factor of getting out and right. Riding your little mower. What's your name, young fella? My name's Casey. I'll mow your lawn for you. That could be the name of your landscaping company. Hey, Hey, Mr. Hey, Mr. Landscaping. (laughs) Yeah, I just spent $12,000. Oh, God, I love that. How old are you, young fella? (laughs) 45? I mean, if you think about it, when when you were children, did you guys go out and, and shovel people's yeah, sidewalks and driveways? Yeah. And, and, you? I, I, and I, I was smart. I waited till the summer. Yeah, it was much easier. I because of how now as an adult, I'm like, okay, that's a lot of work. And um, dude, our dad made us. I mean, it, yeah, it was it was go do. Your yeah. driveway, and we don't get paid for doing our driveway, right? Right. But I have two younger brothers, and we went out, and I mean, we. I don't know. We'd make like 120 bucks. Have them invite you inside and then unlock the windows so we can break in later. Right. right. Um, yeah, but when a guy's charging me 50 to to $100 to plow my driveway in about 30 seconds, and then I'm getting paid as a child, if I think about it, shoveling a driveway for 10 bucks. Right. Yeah. I'm like, mm. yeah. I had I had just plowed. I had the plow out. And these these kids came up with a shovel, and it was so nostalgic and so <laughs> yeah. awesome. I gave them some money. I said, I said, and it may, they may very well have been their scam, but they were, I thought that they had taken the initiative to do that and were going out and doing that it was so cool. And they, Preston, the completely ruddy cheeks mm-hmm. and the whole thing, and they're out there doing their deal. And I'm like, 
you got to reward this. Yeah, yep. totally. <laughs> I love the idea of Hey Mr. Landscaping. <laughs> yeah. I'm hey Case- Mr. I'm Casey Foster, CEO of <laughs> Hey Mr. Landscaping. TV commercials, yes. the whole thing. And, and he's there, like Diane's going to bed, and he's still sitting by the phone. You'll see. Yeah. You'll see. <laughs> oh, Mr. Plow. That's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. Hey, Mr. <laughs> I love it. Uh, listen, we got to take a break. Yeah. Uh, I apologize for those who've been on hold for a while, but we got to make sure that we are on time for No Sad Dough. This is the final week. We got a good track record. I don't want to mess it up. So let's break and come back in just a moment, and you will have the opportunity to win yourself 500 bucks. So stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Bizarre Pal coming up too. Big game, a football day filled with chicken wings, spinach dip, and those little cocktail weenies. But here at MMR, we've got a very different treat in mind. The new Foo Fighters album, Madison at Midnight, arrives this Friday. And to celebrate, MMR is having a Foo Per Bowl weekend. Okay. What? Someone was using Grohl Bowl. We'll be playing a slew of Foo. New album tracks, deep cuts, the hits, interview clips, and more. Plus, plenty of chances to win the new LP. And tune in Sunday at 6 p.m. and enjoy MMR's halftime show. Foo Fighters, live in concert. You guys want another Song. It's a Foo Per Bowl weekend from the station that can admit and also came up with Foo Brewery. 93.3 WMMR. I said earlier that we're going to get the, like, 50 degrees this weekend. Yeah. Somebody texted in and said they changed the forecast, but you know what? We'll find out from a voice of authority. We're going to have David Murphy on from 6ABC in just a moment. Yes. We'll get the latest on the weather and what we can expect over the next few, uh, well, the next few hours and the next few days. But in the meantime, Whoa! 93.3 WMMR presents No There we go. Got a word for you. It's worth $500. You at least have to get this to us to try and win this money. The key word this hour is call. C-A-L-L, as in who you gonna. All right, so call. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do it. Via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in this company-wide contest. That person will get a call from our company, Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Stakem. And again, the word is call. C-A-L-L. Get on it now. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by AutopartsExpert.com. Hard to find brand name parts. Available same day. We'll start with this. An alert teller tricked a would-be robber into handing over identifying paperwork and hanging around at the bank until police arrived to arrest him about 15 minutes later. Wow. Edner Flores showed up at around 11.45 a.m. Monday and waited in line to see the teller. This was in Chicago. The teller told investigators Flores first handed over a white deposit ticket with a message that said no die packs and also the word armed. No sad bro. Officers later reported finding a knife in the pocket of Flores' jacket, and after triggering triggering a silent alarm, the teller asked Flores whether he was looking to make a deposit or a withdrawal. <laughs> hmm. 
Flores said he wanted to make a withdrawal. The teller then handed over a blue deposit slip and watched as Flores allegedly wrote $10,000 on the withdrawal ticket. A photograph of the slip showed an account number with $10,000 written in cursive above the signature. Uh, the teller then asked Flores for an ATM card and a form of identification. It's right out of a Woody Allen movie. He continued to cooperate with the request, providing a receipt for a state identification card issued three days earlier by the Illinois Secretary of State's office. Man, you got to go through a lot to rob a place. Police arrived around noon, and they took him into custody oh for bank robbery. I didn't have the right ID. A city of Cincinnati salt truck led police on a slow-speed chase dumping its load of salt on police cruisers in pursuit. It began around 11.45 p.m. on Thursday. A police officer made a traffic stop on a different vehicle. Officers said that they were out of the vehicle and talking to the person in custody when they heard the sound of an engine accelerating and saw a salt truck barreling towards them. The officer said the truck in question was only feet away from me and entering into our lane of travel. During this time, the truck could still be heard accelerating. I had to jump back to avoid being struck by the truck in question. Uh, Officers then chased that salt truck, activating their overhead lights and ordering the truck driver to pull over. The truck failed to stop, made a U-turn, continued to flee from police. At one point, officers say the salt truck driver... Raised the bed of his truck. Oh man! Dumping salt on the police cruisers in pursuit. The truck then got onto the interstate and then exited and headed back to its original location. As officers again approached the salt truck, officials said that it again turned on its salt spreaders, throwing salt onto cruisers and other wow. passing cars. Eventually, police said the pursuit, which lasted around 30 minutes, ended. And authorities have identified the salt truck driver as Omar Armstrong. Do they have any footage of this? Armstrong faces a series of charges. I didn't see any, but maybe it exists and it hasn't surfaced yet. But that's pretty wild. A man held for the murders of a job center advisor and human resources manager in southeastern France is being linked to earlier attacks exclusively on HR managers elsewhere. This is really weird. The suspect in the killings of two women Thursday was arrested soon afterwards. Two days earlier, another HR manager was shot dead in a car park. Another human resources worker survived an attack at his home in a town nearby. Prosecutor Alex Perrin said that initially the 45-year-old suspect's motives for Thursday's murders were unclear, but they were linked to his earlier employment and his route had been carefully planned. At 8.30 a.m. on Thursday, the gunman burst into a job center just after it opened, fatally shot a 53-year-old woman working there as an advisor. As the gunman left, a colleague noted down the license plate and contacted police. The attacker then drove uh, to a refuse collection company where he once worked in the neighboring town. He shot a 51-year-old woman who was the HR manager at the firm. She later died of her wounds. A suspect had reportedly worked there for two years before losing his job some time ago. Uh, he was detained uh, when he drove into a police car trying to stop him. Soon the two murders were being linked to earlier attacks. A 39-year-old woman was found dead on Tuesday evening in her car outside the company where she worked. And a man in his 50s was later attacked at his home but survived. So they had all been HR workers, and this guy had a thing out for it. It just snapped. It's crazy. So oh, my he's, God. You know, he's been arrested for, uh, you know, on murder charges, but it's crazy. All right, uh, do I have time for one more? Um, Yeah. Okay, last one. Uh, So let's go with uh, this one. The Coast Guard in Northern Ireland has issued a stern warning to the public after a surfer was caught attempting to ride the wash of a Belfast ferry. 
A rescue team was called you in. You can't do that! Over reports of an individual surfing perilously close to the Stena Superfast Ferry. After the ship sent out an emergency alert, the man managed to paddle back to shore. <laughs> The several thousand ton vehicle Stop used surfing next to the ferry used its horn to warn the surfer before alerting the Belfast Coast Guard, who responded promptly to the scene. A spokesman for the Coast Guard said, uh, "Once on scene, the team located the casualty and kept eyes on him. The casualty manager to pat uh, managed this is the meaning yeah. of the suspect managed to uh, paddle his way back to shore." Uh, Bangor lifeboat was able to was also tasked in the incident and was stood down en route. After speaking to the individual, uh, it was confirmed that he intended to surf the wash from the super fast inbound to Belfast. How fast? Uh, they said the team warned that the dangers of being close to such large vessels and about the dangers of being in the shipping lane yeah. are something that they might want to consider. Lunatic. Yeah, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, uh, let's find out what the story is with the weather from a uh, reliable source. Yes. Uh, he's helped us many times over the years. We got him on the line, but we only have a couple of minutes with him. Please welcome Mr. David Murphy. Yeah. Hey. Hey, how are you? Doing? you? Good, man. How are you? I have a good. I haven't spoken to you guys in a long time, uh, you know, in person anyway, because of all this stupid virus stuff. I yeah, know, yeah. We miss you at the camp out for hunger, but you know what? We'll we'll get that going again, hopefully this year. But uh, we feel like we've been with you over the whole pandemic because we've watched Holy Moses a few times. So. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm sure I'm getting my five cent check. From right. We are huge fans, as you know. Right. Right. Well, listen, man. We we had we had no reason to really talk to you last. Last year, because we didn't get any yeah. uh, snow issues or weren't any major uh, storm events that took place. So, right. but right. now here we are with this. And and David, here's something before we dive into the the snow totals and what we we can expect from here on out. I had said earlier, I thought I saw that this weekend is actually going to warm up pretty dramatically. Is that still uh, in the forecast? You know what? It's sort of trending colder now. Okay. Uh, so, like, Yay. Friday you might get up to sort of a seasonable 42, uh, but it, it's kind of feeling like upper 30s now for okay. Saturday and Sunday. One good news, or a bit of good news, though, is that we are looking at a little precip on uh, Friday night, possibly a little more on Saturday, but it looks like it's going to be mild enough where it's mainly rain for most of us. So Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we're... we're... <laughs> nice that it's raining. This week. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Hey, rain. So no, listen, it does help. We're, we're in the lull right now, but it's going to kick back up, right? Yeah, basically we got about three to six inches from that first round that came in late yesterday. And overnight now we are kind of in a lull. Northern suburbs still picking up some snow showers right now, but the main accumulation is kind of winding down from part one. Um, and I'm actually seeing some areas reporting about six and a half inches in Regalsville, I think. So some of you probably up to seven or eight inches. Um, however, uh, the, the most impactful part of this storm, was always going to be uh, late morning today into maybe early evening because that's when the actual nor'easter, that coastal low, is going to be going past us, and that's when we expect the heavy snow band to really set up. So right now, even though you may only have six, seven, eight inches on the ground in places like the Lehigh Valley and northern Bucks, northern Mako, out toward Burks, uh, you still have a shot at another foot or more of snow uh, Yeah, from a heavy snow band. And, I mean, it could really be coming down at like an inch or two inches an hour for Whoa. a time. 
Now, the question is in Philadelphia, where we're running, you know, three to five inches in and around the immediate suburbs on both sides of the river. Uh, there are some model indications this morning of some dry air punching in that might suppress snow for a while, maybe until later this afternoon. And if that were to happen, by the time we would get snow passing back in, you know, you would have wasted a lot of that passing nor'easter. So uh, we're still allowing for another three to five inches on top of what you already have, but it's going to depend on where that heavy snow band sets up and whether or not it can manage to get close enough to Philadelphia. So um, does, does that seem to be the likelihood? Because, it, 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 you know, right? It, it, again, it's hard to look out the window now and think that, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just a visceral sensation, but does it, does your best guess have it hitting later? Uh, I think, you know, uh, probably after yeah. about 10, 11 o'clock and then into the evening is when you've got the best chance. De we're definitely getting more snow in the north and west. I mean, All right. there's, there's little doubt there. Uh, if we do get more in Philadelphia, it would probably be, uh, my hunch is after lunchtime, it could come in a little sooner than that. But then, you know, snow, perhaps, you know, a, a pocket of heavy snow for a while during the afternoon. But at the outset, the only, uh, you know, the top end of the additional snow that we would be getting in and around the city is probably... Probably only another three or four inches, something like that, maybe five. Okay. Um, but the farther north you go, you know, more of a problem. And the farther south you go, probably the less and less uh, additional snow you're going to get. There might be a little bit wrapping in late through all of this, but it's not really going to put down much additional accumulation. So farther through South Jersey and Delaware, you're basically seeing rain. And of course, down the shore, we got coastal flooding for the next few high tide cycles. So, so I guess uh, if, if we get this, um, hopefully it'll it'll wrap up tonight, and that'll give the crews a time by by the time we get to work uh, time. Tomorrow, at least it does morning. sound like it. Okay, yeah, good. I mean, you know, by the time you get into later this evening, you're down to just snow showers. I think by 11 o'clock, they'll really be looking at in Adam and Cecily. We'll be looking at this, but I think it's probably going to be lighter snow showers, more okay. scattered. And then Tuesday, all you've got is just you know, off and on light snow showers that I don't think are going to add much accumulation. So, yeah, to answer your question, Tuesday morning, I think they're going to have a lot of this cleared away. Okay, who's going to get walloped by this nor nor'easter on the coast? Uh, well, I mean, our northern western suburbs, it starts there. Uh, but, you know, if you're up in uh, uh, New York City and especially up toward New England and Boston, they could actually have, like, whiteout conditions for a while. Uh, it's going to be uh, worse up there than it will be here. But, uh, you know, I can't emphasize enough that even though it looks like there's not a whole lot going on right now, um, from anywhere, I-95, either side of the river, but especially north of, like, the Pennsylvania Turnpike, uh, don't get fooled. Your uh, your heavier stuff is still coming, and yeah, it makes sense because that's when that is going to be coming right across, uh, right up the coast. So yep. what about the, now we're talking about the sustained winds, like 30, 30 miles an hour, 35 yes, miles an hour? Yes, sustained winds easily in the 20s, maybe the 30s. You are going to get some gusts down the shore up to 50 at times. I've All already right. seen some up around 40 this morning, and in Philadelphia, 40-mile-per-hour gusts. So, yeah, that could drive and blow some snow around and reduce visibility, particularly when the heavy stuff is coming down. All, All right. right. Thank you, David. you got to get right. back on. you you got to hit here in about a minute and a half. So uh, <laughs> thanks sure for do. checking in with us. We appreciate nice it. Nice with you guys, though. I mean that. I miss you. We yes. miss you. You too. Right. David Murphy, guys! He's the best. That's awesome. All right. Take a minute of your time. Move closer to your world, my friend, and you'll see. This has been Action News. Oh, get the voiceover, too. All right. Philadelphia, the home of the Preston and Steve show. Which has never happened in all the years we've been on here. Not even a small clip or any one of us doing anything at any event ever. All right, well, listen. Uh, you have about a minute left to get the word call over to us. That is our no sad dough no word for right now. So get on it. Call. C-A-L-L. -L. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Uh, Bam Margera coming up around 9 o'clock. Yeah. And some other things. Stay with us. We'll be back. 
Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I have uh, failed as of late, and I have shirked my duties in passing along shart outs, uh, and I need to make good on some. So let me let me get to. I'll try to spread them out a little bit. But uh, this one from a friend of ours, our buddy uh, Victor Fiorello, who is uh, the yeah. editor of Philadelphia Magazine, uh, the Billy Mag. He said, "Yo, Preston, uh, I'd like to send a very wet and very volcanic shart out <laughs> to my gorgeous wife Suchita." who just celebrated her 45th birthday. Aww. He said, in addition to being an amazing wife and mom, she's also an amazing teacher. Uh, she picked a fine time to become a teacher, <laughs> starting uh, her first full-time teaching job in the middle of the pandemic. She teaches second-grade kids. Some are in person while some are virtual, and she teaches both at the same time. And she somehow manages to do all this while putting up with a particularly difficult and challenging husband. Love you, Suchita. All right, we're going to give her a full one then, okay, guys? There you go. We met her. She was lovely. Yeah, I love I love the name too. So it is a great name. Yeah, great name. Uh, here's another one. That says, "Hey, why is, it, why is this stapled? Uh, no, Hang on, I want to see it. two of them stapled together, and I don't know why I did that. Maybe it's time to use different staples." Uh, good afternoon, friends. <laughs> writing a uh, couple of reasons. My daughter's birthday is the same as yours on the 25th, and I was hoping to get a shout out to wish her a happy 10th birthday. Her name is Michaela, and we joke about. Uh, the shirt out all the time. And I also want to thank you guys for turning me on to the boys on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. Said I ordered something oh, recently yeah. that uh, qualified me uh, to get Prime for free, and I binge-watched that show, and I'm ready to watch it again. Uh, thanks for everything you do. I contributed to Camp Out for Hunger this year through Acme and thought it was an excellent idea. You guys are the best. Great way to start every day. Thank you. And that is from uh, Bob uh, Skuba. Skuba. S-C-I-U-B-B-A. Let's go Skuba diving. I don't know how you say that last name. Shayuba. I'm going with your first pronunciation. Here's a shout-out to Michaela. Come on. There we go. Happy uh, belated 10th birthday to you. And I'll do one more for now. Uh, It says, hey, my boyfriend Jim Henry turns 50 tomorrow on the 26th of January. It would mean a lot if you could wish him a happy birthday on the air. A shout-out. Let's do it. This is from uh, Patty uh, Marich. So here you go. And that is for Jim, who just turned 50. Happy birthday uh, to you. Um, a question, you know, with, with the, the snowfall, uh, do you guys have a, uh, special food that you make when the, uh, when the snow hits? 
Um, I'll, I'll tell you what ends up being a default food uh, a, a lot of times is uh, breakfast becomes dinner. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so a good that, one. That's, that's one that, that, because we always have eggs and stuff in the house. Uh, though we did do pizza last night, uh, nice. you know, which is a, a cool thing. But, um, yeah, we the breakfast thing is probably the, the, the go-to. Okay. My mom made us stew last night. And okay. that, is her, that is her standard thing. She went and got her beef cubes over at Roy Tweedy's. And, yeah. uh, you know, the biscuits and the potatoes and the carrots. And so she knew the second she saw that snow was in the forecast, she said, hey, I want to make stew on Perfect. Sunday night. Yes. That's the type of thing I look uh-huh. for. So uh, we, we, the reason I asked is we uh, dusted off a recipe because we used to do this when it would snow. There were two things we would either make. Uh, it's, uh, my mom's potato soup. It was called first snow potato soup. First snow potato soup. And we didn't make that though this time. We made my uncle's recipe of steak soup, uh, oh. which is similar to a stew. I've had that. It's fantastic. Did you it. ever make, uh. We made a big batch of that last night. That's your nutsack squash? No, I have not <laughs> made that. Wait, what's steak squash? soup, man? Because I love soup and I love steak. <laughs> it's, it's similar to a stew, but a, a little, um. What's the, um, broth like? Um, it's. Well, it's made from uh, a lot of tomato, okay. uh, so you use, you use crushed tomatoes, uh, but also uh, some bouillon, so it's got a, a beef uh, base to it. I like I like mm. beef stew. Yeah. I, I do. I, I'm not a big beef eater, uh, but uh, if it's prepared properly, it's really good. Yep. So uh, that was, and it was so good, and I, I went, I made some cornbread going Ooh, with it. Yeah. I'm like, this is just, it, for, as much as snow can be a pain in the ass, there are some things that it invites that's really nurturing and cool. Yes. Know? Well, listen, the whole aspect of cocooning and having, yeah. if, yeah. if you're blessed to, you know, there's someone here or not, to have a warm house or something where, you know, right. that, that where you can feel at home and, and comfortable. Yeah. That whole thing of blankets and, and you know, getting cozy is, is a wonderful thing. Um, you know, and uh, we haven't had enough time to spend with our families over the... Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. right, right, right. So, so nice. it gives us the opportunity yeah. to get to know the people we've been confined with, <laughs> like prisoners! Now, what I think of uh, automatically, and I, I said stew because that's what we had for dinner last night, but what I, when I think of automatically is... Um, a grilled cheese and tomato soup. Yeah, that that is a great, that is a perfect go-to. That is maybe not a dinner, but like a just came out of playing in the snow, <laughs> yeah. snowball fight. You hey, know. mister. Hey, mister. Hey. Hey, mister. A couple of texts come and say, Casey's mom made food, and he wants to kick her out of the garage. <laughs> come on, man. It makes no sense. That, that woman gives you everything, and you won't let her live in her box in the garage. Yeah, I guess you're right. Somebody else texted and said, have you guys ever heard of bread soup? No. I've never heard of bread soup. I have no idea what that is. I have not. Um, uh, you know what I do like uh, was one of my favorites. Um, my dad would make it when it was um, storming and, you know, snowing and stuff like that. Uh, I guess it's called Italian wedding soup with oh, the, meat, sure. with the yeah. meatballs. Yeah, that's I great. love that. That's a good one. And a regular one is also chili. That's what I make. Chili? Okay. So you make chili? Yeah. Chili okay. is a standard great go-to. Um, Cold weather. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the, do you make it from scratch, or will you just... I do. You do? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's the one thing that I make that I'm actually pretty good at, and uh, I also feel comfortable enough to sort of change the recipe around from right. time to time. You, you know, add like, ice cream? Uh, add ice cream, you know, on a <laughs> special occasion. <laughs> Most of that's summer. You know, my summer yeah. chili has summer, ice cream. I mean, it's not, you don't want to get ridiculous right. about it. No, no, no. Like, I change the base ingredient. You know, sometimes it has beef, sometimes it has turkey, sometimes it has no meat whatsoever. I'll get crazy with it. Yeah. I don't know why I do this, but in colder months, I do gravitate towards ice cream. 
I don't know why. Not in the summer? Well, I agree. I've never eaten it in the summer. I just, no, I think ice cream is perfectly applicable throughout the year. Oh, no, yeah. like ice cream in the summer more so is a, I'm going to go to a Dairy Queen or I'm going to go to a, an ice cream shop. Yes. I won't eat an it. An H&R Block. I won't eat it out of the uh, the container in, you know, my freezer or whatever. But now, yeah. like. Ah. Just rub it all over your face. Oh, my God. Yo. Yeah. So Acme has two signature brand ice creams <laughs> that, first of all, I talked about the mint cookie crumble, which is amazing. But I found another one. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is a salted caramel pretzel oh, yeah. ice cream. Okay. Uh, I mean, are, you, are you with me? I'm in, yeah. Dude, it, so A, it's signature brand, so yeah. it's super duper affordable. You can get like two of the uh, uh-huh. containers for five bucks. Keep I going. Mean, yeah, I know. I know. I want to, <laughs> I just wanted to let you know. And I don't. I almost didn't want to tell Shut people up. because I don't want people to buy it all up so I can't buy it. <laughs> well, you bring it up and then you you, you, you hobble us there. I, well, They'll I'm just enough, letting guys. people know. I'm just letting all people right. know. Just, They'll make enough. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. You, you know what? Their, their signature ice cream is damn good. It is. Salted, you, know, you know what's bizarre? Yeah. It's winter ice cream. Mm. Yeah. Let's make that a thing. Um, but anyway, back to uh, comfort foods and yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, so somebody, do you do lay in supplies? Do you, do you do a supply run? Uh, yes. In anticipation? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Depending. I mean, if, if we're low, then, then yeah. Then I'll you go just have to go that. anyway. It's like we had to go to the store yesterday yeah. because we were low on stuff as it was. It's like, oh, great. We got to go. It won't be crowded. In the <laughs> oh my God. It was a line from the, uh, from the register's. All the way around to the exact opposite of the store. Oh my God! Um, to the meat department is where the line started. But fortunately, they've so now with COVID, they've gotten this line thing down. Yeah. to a science in a lot of stores. And same thing at Target. I was at Target uh, yesterday, Kathy. Oh my God! Maybe you had so much fun. It was the day before, <laughs> and it was a line down, way down the way, and. Um, we had to. Uh, it, it actually moved along quickly because they usually have somebody there directing. Yes, uh, yeah. that, that can Woo-hoo! tell you when to go. And this woman behind me was like, Ugh. "We come walking up, and and there was an open slot kind of next to us. There wasn't. There was one yeah. person in line, and a uh, the woman behind me goes, "Are you going to go in there?" And I go, "No." I go, "That woman right there is directing people where to go." Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And then she, so she just goes ahead and pulls into that oh. spot, and I just go, "Or you could just jump ahead of us if you want to." Yeah, uh huh. And she kind of flash me a nasty look. I'm like, "Look, I'm just." I'm just following, following the, yeah, the flow, rules. The way this, they're doing it this way to keep things moving. So. Maybe you should be shopping at Horror World with a horror shop. <laughs> yeah. Does she stay in line? Horror World's right <laughs> yeah, down horror the corner. World. That's where all the horror shops, <laughs> the other whores are probably wondering where you are. Does she Over stay there in- at Horror World. <laughs> you whore? You whore? You whore? <laughs> Did she stay in line? Did she stay in that spot? No, she, oh, he got she in the whore line. She, went. He just she went and got in it. She went and got and in she, the line. And he, despite you saying that, yeah, she yeah. wasn't gonna, it was going to deter her. She, yeah. she had started to make her move. And she Five regular people, then a whore. Yeah. <laughs> Five and one. Whore world's in the other end of the parking <laughs> lot in case you were curious. You're probably looking for whore world with a whore shop and their whore lines. <laughs> Did you get anything from your special section? I did. Oh, yeah. I was telling Kathy about my special <laughs> section at Target, which is in the very middle where I go, and it's like um, it's like a little home goods. It's the home section. Inside. You're just like us. <laughs> you should come shop with us ladies sometime. We love that section. And as I was there, a guy walked up to me and told me, good morning, it. Oh, Which was pretty cool, yeah. Uh, by the way, here's text coming in. Come, going back to the food for a second. 
Uh, this person says, we always had a wood stove on our farmhouse. Snow days equals split pea and ham soup. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would love to have. Sitting on the, sto- on the, on the stove <laughs> uh, all day. That sounds great. You'd burn your ass, though, wouldn't you? No, yeah, you don't the, sit on oh, it. The soup, oh, the soup sits on it. Oh, yeah, 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 sitting you. on it. We had, um, a, we had a wood stove growing up. and um, I love those it things. It was awesome. It cooked the entire house, and it was in it was at one end of the house. My, my parents actually had to put in a vent in the uh in the ceiling in that room because then it would heat the upstairs. But, man, it would just be cooking all winter long. So those things, are, to me, are legitimate heat sources. Yeah. A lot of times a fireplace will actually, there'll be a bizarre thing that happens where the area right around the fireplace is hot, but the rest mm-hmm. of it, like, it, it, it has right. an inverse mm-hmm. or converse effect of, of um, you know, making, in some ways, the house colder. By the way, real quick, before we go back to the food thing, somebody texted in, Hey, mister, where's Whore World? Hey, mister. Yeah. Where's Whore World? Well, the whore shop. Uh, I'm going to go to Anthony. Yo, Anthony, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, bud? Um, waiting at the doctor's with my aunt, but I'm in my car listening to you guys because I have to listen. So okay. uh, We appreciate that. So, um, for a goat, um, I texted in, and your, bu- your buddy's texting me back saying to call in, so I did. So, my comfort is cheesesteaks. Um, we have a local sub shop off the street from us, um, and I'm able to walk to it because I live in a suburban neighborhood, and 202 is right there in, here in Delaware. Casa Pool of Steaks. Walk up there and get, get cheesesteaks from them. I so, mean, that's, your, that's your snow go-to spot, then? Yeah, um, like two winters ago, walked up in the snow, got a cheesesteak, went home and ate it. it was let let me good. ask you this, Anthony. I think a lot of us in here will agree with this. I just think by the very nature, you allow yourself all the cheat foods yep. because oh, yeah. you figure, okay, I'm probably going to snow. Well, that's working out. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and walking around in the snow is a little bit harder. So that, and then also just to heat my body, I got to fuel it. So you give yourself carte blanche to have those things you normally don't have. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think, okay. thanks, by the way, Anthony. Oh. I think it's also, yeah. what, do you have a question I just wanted him? to ask him where he was actually from. Where did he grow up? Oh, I'm, I'm in northern Delaware. I'm right off 202. Okay. In Wilmington. Castle Pools is the name of the place. I'll give him a quick shout out. No, no, I'm sorry. Absolutely. Cool, man. Appreciate it. I think it's also, uh, Steve, internally, uh, what we are as, as survivors is yeah. cold weather, Putting the calories on, putting on a la- layer yeah. of fat. Yeah, I think it kind of is in us to eat a little more hearty when it snows and and gets cold out. We got we had pizza last night, and I I'm I'm usually you know t- two pieces, maybe th- three. You know, I did four, and I'm like sure. Well, and then I, and I I looked at my wife, and I I, I mean. Why did I do that? <laughs> Steve, I ate far too much pizza. You don't have this Why? instinct, but uh, the other one that kicks in for me is booze. And this, t- you oh, know, like yeah. if it's Ooh. if it's uh, not for you, oh, uh, booze. That no, was no, a no, boo. no, 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 I don't know what it is. It's just like... I what's, your, what's your booze of choice? Uh, it's still wine, you know, yeah. but like uh, I, I got to get up and go to work the next day. It's not like that has changed, but I, I just like, yeah, all right, probably should get an extra bottle. Now, my, my friend Jerry, was he, he, they had a, it was a neighborhood thing. When it would snow, uh, everybody who was in walking distance to this particular pub... That's where they go. Yeah, it was it was a cause to get together. I love that. Get hammered in the middle of the day. I don't even drink, and I love that. I I, I uh, so Maniunk was was a, was a. I would yeah. love in snowstorms. The party to, to, scene. My, my wife and I would walk down and just it, it became um you know it's great now, especially with COVID. So none none is going to happen. But, but uh, you go down and you see the places were all lit up and people were having you know that's that sort of exchange. It's a fun thing. Uh, it's cool. 
Yeah, I it was no, it was always about getting stoned for me. Okay. Was it? Yeah. Where do you go to get stoned? It, was, it wasn't beer. World? It was, wasn't <laughs> booze. No, this was. But I remember in the great drought of '85, when nobody had any weed. Oh. <laughs> we got we got hit with a my dearest wife. Dude. I'm completely out of weed. It's it was yeah. like that. So it we got hit with the like you know. Rebel forces have seized the weed farm, and now we are left in a drought. Like two and a half feet of snow, and we didn't have any, and I found out my friend did, and he lived like two miles away. I am now heading on foot over to my friend's house, who's two miles away. Maybe it was even more. It was... Maybe more. <laughs> in these parts, he's known as Captain Blackfingers. But I did, dude. I made the trek. Yeah. I made the trek, and <laughs> it was brutal conditions, and I felt like... I was on the plane. You're doing, yeah. You know, was... the, the grapes are at. The, grape, the grapes of hash. It was terrible, Preston, man. it was the blizzard in 96. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, my friend was uh, actually, he was uh, stranded at my house because he drove a Ford Escort, so that thing wasn't making it to Lancaster. <laughs> Real quick, so, were, you, were you back in college? Uh, uh, I was at, at home. home. Okay. I was at home. What was crazy is we were in New Jersey, drove from New Jersey to drop somebody off in Montgomery County. I mean, all during this blizzard, slept in Montgomery County, got up early the next morning, drove to Delco, and that's where my friend was stranded. Uh. Press, you talk about the drought. I didn't have any. He didn't have any. My neighbor did. I know my neighbor did. And we hung with my neighbor for hours. You guys like butt? (laughs) Not that guy. I don't want to say this person's name. All right. But didn't smoke us up, didn't give us any to Uh, take home. I mean, hoarding. It was like, come on, man. You know why I'm over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know why. We don't, we, we don't really like what, you. What, no, we do. Did he's he come like, out with his legs crossed wearing a, a woman's top? Uh, I, You know, the whole time I was like, <laughs> can you, you know. Help a brother oh, out. Help a brother I can do out. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I saw a meme last week, Casey, that said anytime any snowstorm is brought up these days, uh, you and I, people of our generation, will bring up the blizzard of 96. Oh, God, but yeah. but I do, and I can't oh, help yeah. it. It just it was so impactful and lasted so long. Yeah, and I was I was back in college at that point, and um, uh, it, it just uh, the entire campus shut down. But we we had plenty of yeah. hey stuff in our fraternity house and kegs and whatever. Like we it was we were high uh, high in the hog. What's the expression? Uh, uh, yeah. Banging the hog from behind. Banging the hog uh, from the, behind. The, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you guys, you went to college, you know. Uh, what was that? There was one, not the 96 blizzard. The ice which I did. You're talking about, you're going to talk, talk about the, the ice storm. storm. When, what, what year was that? I don't know, but that was amazing. That, I mean, I remember the 96 storm, right. but that ice storm was, was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, I don't uh, remember what year it was. 1993 storm of the century was a large cyclonic. That was definitely ice storm. We were literally ice skating in the streets for that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that would have been our senior year in high school case? Mm, that was our senior year in high school. Okay. Yeah. The blizzard of 96 happened about a week before I moved here. No kidding. So I'm, I'm watching it on the news going, where the hell am I moving to? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? Because it was how much snow? It was almost three feet, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, it really shut the region down, yeah. uh, and it just it crippled everybody, but in a, almost in a positive way. Nobody had to go anywhere, so nobody went anywhere. Where? What, what year was it? It was. It seems like maybe eight years ago. Where? Where it was a storm, 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 right on top of each yeah. other. I remember the snow. I, I I blew out my old snowblower. It was so much. Uh, and and where you you know I I remember because the the sidewalks and the walkway up to my house. The snow level was above my my knee, you know, uh, maybe cool. mid thigh, and yeah. it was it was kind of cool. Do you remember what year that was? It was like a rapid fire succession of big storms. Impressive. We got into that groove that we hated, where the major storm would hit 
always Sunday night into Monday, just right. as it's done today. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, like, as you said, I don't mind if a storm hits on Friday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, that, that's fine. Way. But always at the beginning of the week just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to the uh, what foods uh, are go to. Yeah. Uh, when you get that first big snow of the year, because we've got more on the way. We did. You, we just had uh, David Murphy on earlier, and he said some uh, areas could get another foot yeah. later on uh, today, which might be more out towards where I am. But uh, so here's some text coming in. Uh, this person said, Nicole says uh, roast chicken. Whenever I'm home because of snow, I like making something I have to take my time with that's comforting. Plus, this goes to day two. I have uh, meat for chicken noodle. Oh. Now, this is chili. You can make uh, you make it up early and let it stew all day. It's true. Uh, let's see. Somebody says steak on the grill. Hmm. Not me, but my husband. And we, I got a, uh, who, who is this? Hang on. Frank loves to grill. I'm going to go to him. Hey, Frank, good morning. Hey, I heard you guys want to buy some pot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's not why I called. I'm sorry. That's all right. What's up, bud? Uh, yeah, I like to grill when it's snowing. I think it's, like, peaceful. I find it very, like, calming for some odd reason. Dude, I love, like, the fire pit and, and you know, anything. Yeah, I, I get it. I get that whole thing. It's sort of relaxing. A fire outside. In I, the, will, uh... I will grill when it's snowing. Absolutely. Haven't yeah. done it in a while, but, yeah. I like when it's, like, nice and quiet, too. Like, there's mm. no sound with the snow. You just hear the meat. You're like, ha, ah, yeah. There's a kind of hush. Thanks, Frank. Uh, then there's another one that says uh, Tito's Vodka and Cranberry is their go-to. <laughs> uh, and then baked potato soup, always, according huh. to. Uh, oh, that's a, as you could imagine, that's from uh, Intern uh, Ben. As you could imagine. Oh. wrote that. He likes baked potato soup. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, one more time. Whispering. <laughs> as you can imagine. That's great. Um, Forgive me, Father, because I have imagined. Let me go to Tom talking about that ice storm. Hey, Tom, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, not much. He was talking about the ice storm. It was 1988. I remember it well. Me and a friend of mine was working. We went out at lunchtime as we were smoking a bone. We had two. <laughs> You had Tony and his wife, Jimmy, and I went out and smoked a bone. <laughs> uh, so Wait, that- Tom, after you guys smoked uh, weed, what'd you say? I said we had uh, branches falling on us. We looked at each other. We said, heck with this. We went back inside where we were working and just watched everything go. The trees were just snapping. Yeah, yeah. The- Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Th- so that had to be the ice, right? Yeah, that's what he okay, said. Yeah, the yeah. ice storm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Thanks, yeah. Tom. Yeah, that's that's the thing about it when you when you get those ice storms, the, the trees and of course power lines, and that's yeah. I think the longest power outages. I remember saying, I mean, Sandy, when when that came through, there were some uh, lengthy power outages, mm. but I remember from ice Sandy. storms are the ones where we really get stuck for a while. Oh yeah, that, and then this year I I again I bit the bullet and I just I got a freaking generator, freaking generator. And the truth of the matter is is that I'm totally anticipate because I made the expenditure, we'll never have a power outage again. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that ice storm though, you're right Preston, like the thick ice around all of the, you know, cable wires yeah. and, and any type of wire all over the trees oh, yeah. and it was beautiful though. Uh, I, it was. It and was gorgeous. There was um yeah. so at the time my school was split uh in two and you had to walk across a, a giant field to get to like yeah. the main building. And I remember when we went back to school, even after they had like cleared the roads and stuff, that field was a sheet of ice and people trying to walk <laughs> back and forth to the two campuses yeah. and just wiping out. I Kathy, that. I remember that I remember and there was one years and years ago I remember, you know, this is when I was in, you know, way back long, uh, growing up in the first town in Long Island um, uh, that I lived in. And um, 
all the power was out. So at night it was, you know, there's there no sound coming from anywhere other than the the light breeze. Everything sort of sounded like wind chimes. All the branches. Yeah. Had, like, I, it was just crazy. It was just gorgeous. Yeah. Not that I wanted to repeat it, but it was interesting. It's not, I like uh, waking up, like I woke up in the middle of the night and I kind of peeked out yeah, just yeah. to see like, all right, how what how early do I need to get up for work today? And it almost looks like it's light out because yes, there's yeah. so much yes, white snow. No, it's yeah. true. Uh, it, it, there's a, a, an iridescent quality to it. Yeah. Here's, here's a food pairing uh, that Tyler's going to share. Hey, Tyler, good morning. <laughs> no, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> what's happening, Tyler? Yeah, when I was in college uh, back in 2014, uh, my senior year, we had a whole bunch of snow days in a row at the beginning. I think you guys might have been talking about that. Right. Um, we would pile into my buddy's Ford Explorer, and every time we had a snow day, we would go to the beer distributor first, and then we'd go to a grocery store buy a whole bunch of, like, scrapple, bacon, sausage, <laughs> oh. and eggs. So, so, so like beer in a... Apartments. Yeah, like a, like, a, like a real big, just everything goes breakfast and beer. Right. Yeah. Have two cases of Yingling, two <laughs> bottles of vodka, and a whole bunch of breakfast food. That's fantastic. Wow. <laughs> That's a good day right there. I don't know if I've ever, other than at Keenan's having those breakfast sandwiches, I don't think I've ever done breakfast and beer. <laughs> I do for me when you we do. Give it a shot. All right. I will, Tyler. <laughs> when we it, do man. breakfast as dinner for me, it's always it's scrambled eggs. You know, and uh, and ba- bacon and toast is standard. You well, know? now you, if you have a rice cooker, you can make gi- one giant pancake. Yep, we learned that from Casey this <laughs> Just morning. Just cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, Preston, do you want to, um, since it is a snow day, you want to make the recommendation before tomorrow's show? I meant to bring this up earlier off here, but uh, the viewing assignment um, for tomorrow? Yeah, so we're going to have, tomorrow we're going to have, and... Uh, Derek Del- Delgadio. Yes, thank you. Derek uh, Delgadio. Or Gaudio, is that how you say yes. Gaudio, Gaudio. Gaudio, yeah. Anyhow, he's the guy behind this um, one-man show. It's called In and of Itself. It's on Hulu. And uh, it's it's really cool, but it's got a it's got a twist to it, and we don't want to spoil it uh, for anybody. And he probably won't be able to talk about a lot about it, but but it's still interesting. So if you want to get something out of the interview tomorrow, watch this. I think I... I Nick, did you watch it? I did. I watched it yesterday. I was blown away. I was so glad that you guys didn't tell me anything about it ahead of time, and I don't want to say anything either, uh, but I immediately recommended it to my brothers and my parents, and uh, it's unlike anything I've ever seen before. I watched it on Saturday, and what I didn't get from you guys is I heard you sort of trying not to tell. I didn't realize how small the audience was. Yeah. 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 And did you see some of the surprise faces at the yeah, end? Yeah, because you and I found myself going, "Oh wait, wait who, who, is that? Who, who, it right. is. Yeah. Oh my it God, is. that is." But um, with but, Frank Oz directing, and you know, yeah, yeah, the, you had some. So uh, he's really talented. It's really cool. We're going to talk to him tomorrow. And if you've got some extra time, you want to watch something. It's it's movie length, it's an hour and a half long, but it's it's really unique and very very cool and very moving. I found it. Oh my God. very mm-hmm. moving. I, I definitely emotionally was hit by that. All right. Anyhow. Uh, we need to take another quick call, and then we're going to have to take a break because we have a guest who is going to be on the line. But right now, we're talking to Randy. Uh, Daddy's going to kill Randy. <laughs> hey, Randy, are you there? I'm here. You feeling good, buddy? I'm feeling great. Shout it from the mountaintop. Why are you feeling so great? I just won $500. <laughs> No sad dough. Well done, Randy. Where are you from, Randy? I'm from Boyertown, Pennsylvania. Boyertown. You holding up today, or do you got to? You just hanging around the house? You got to go into work, or what are you doing, man? Uh, I was at work at 6 a.m. this morning. Wow. Okay. All right. Good you man. Like us. Well, hey, little bonus. Uh, if you didn't go into work today, you might have missed out on your chance to enter for no sad dough. And we're going to give you five hundred dollars as a thank you for listening to MMR. So we appreciate it, Randy. 
Thank you. MMR rocks. All right, you're the man, buddy. Hang on the line. And it's just that simple. Next shot is about an hour and seven minutes from right now. So be like Randy and win $500 from us. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Bam when we get back. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Foo Fighters. Greta Van Fleet. Stapleton. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. We have not checked in with uh, Bam Margera in a while. No. And, uh, and of course, it, it, something popped up in the news the other day. All over the news. I yeah. follow him on Instagram, and I've been seeing him. Uh, he's been, like, hanging out at the skate parks, and, he, man, he, he, he's he got his old chops. It's pretty cool. But when this story popped, I was like, it's probably time to talk to Bam. Yeah, somebody stole his car, took off with it, crashed it. I, I need to get the whole full skinny yeah. from him yeah. on, on what happened, so uh, let's check in now. And he's calling in from California. Yeah, we which appreciate is it. where he is these days, and is early there, obviously. So, uh, Bam Marjan. Yeah! Yo, Bam! Yo, what's going on? Yo, man, how you doing, bud? I'm good, man. Like, uh, it's been crazy, man. Like, I know everybody had a real crappy 2020, but I think I defined, like, the worst 2020 on the planet because, like, I was stuck at home with a with a, um, a, a ripped hamstring. I couldn't even, like, walk or really do anything. So, like, my days just became, like, sleep all day I, I i got diagnosed with manic bipolar and depression uh. and uh and i was on so much medication that like i would just sleep all day and then i'd wake up go to the grocery store cook food for my kids phoenix and then take them to the playground go back to bed and i'm like this is like groundhog day and i have like <laughs> zero life purpose besides taking care of phoenix like this is terrible and um I was under every medication under the sun. I saw 10 different doctors. I've been to six different rehabs and none of it was like working at all. Like at one point or another, I would always go in. I was prescribed to Adderall for 13 years because I have ADD. Right. And, um, you know, Jackass really wanted me off of it um, in order to film because of my, you know, um, TMZ-ness and going bonkers <laughs> on Dr. Phil. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, I just I just had a severe meltdown when I found out, like, my mom was always calling up my friends saying, you know, like, don't tell Bam, but who's at the castle and what's going on? And then, like, Novak crashes my $125,000 car, and then now that he's doing well, I see him buying a brand-new Range Rover, a brand-new house, and I'm like furious and then i get in an argument my, with my wife and then i just went crazy you know my mag bipolar kicked in right so anyway they were on they put me on propanolol diazepam lithium lexapro wellbutrin <sighs> abilify contrave galanopin zoloft vivitrol to the point where i couldn't even skate anymore because i was so dizzy with muscle spasms wow. which is what they cause it causes like sexual dysfunction, suicidal tendencies, like the list goes on with all these side effects and, and it's a weight gaining pill as well. Mm. So I'm like, the reason why I'm depressed is because I can't skate anymore because I'm like 
getting older and all this medication is making me dizzy to the point where I can't even drop in on a three foot mini ramp. Well, let me, let me, let let me, let me jump in here because I've been telling these guys, I just, you know, following you on Instagram, I've been seeing you out with a whole bunch of guys out of various parks. And I was, and as I said in the intro, I said, look, I, I, you, you, it looks like you got some of your old stuff back and it's pretty cool. So I, I assume you've made some progress because you're looking pretty active with the, with the skateboard. So is what happened was on Thanksgiving, like I, I officially couldn't take it anymore. I was like, I am off of all this medication, cold turkey. I know it's dangerous, but I'm doing it anyway, and I don't care. And uh, this, my friend Julia, um, who has been sober for a long time, um, said, you need to see this shaman in Escondido, California. It'll change everything. I know rehab's not for everybody. Uh, including you. So you got to see this guy and give it a chance. And I put it off for a little while, but, but on that day I actually made a date and, and just went and did it. So I spent like two weeks with this guy and, um, and I'm not kidding. This is really embarrassing to say, but I'm saying it. I showed up at 237 pounds, yeah. which is ridiculous. That's like almost film material. <laughs> don't feed film. I think we need to change it to don't feed Bam because when you guys hung up that advertisement that said don't feed Phil for Viva La Bam, yeah. Yeah. change it to don't feed Bam. Oh my God. So, so I started hiking with this shaman eight miles every morning from 5 a.m. till like noon. Yeah. And, uh, and he would do these um, ceremonies on me that, that takes eight hours to do and we did it five times with like this harmala um and and shiawaska and this he would burn like cigarette holes in my leg i have like <laughs> 25 of them now and he would put frog oil in it and my face would puff up like a balloon and i would barf out every tar and toxin known to man and um it completely got my legs and balance back and that's when i decided to call up tony hawk and Danny Way and all the skaters that I used to skate with. So now, I once I came here, I created such an awesome posse of new skaters and old skaters that like I'm reuniting Tony Hawk with Danny Way, which hasn't been done in years. You know, I'm reuniting Chris Cole with Dane Berman. You know, like all these skaters because of me, we have this whole new posse, and we just skate all day and. Uh, and it's like the perfect um, formula for me to not be depressed anymore. I don't no, need you, you, depression you're, medication. You're, wow. you're, you're, you made the choice to surround yourself with positive people, people who've been within the, the same, you know, frame of mind and who had their own battles. And that's that's part of anything. You know, my brother's been sober for, for many years and, and, and it's. You know, it, it takes being knowing when you need to be around different people and knowing how you how you have to, you know, proceed with fixing yourself. It sounds like you have something that is has finally taken because you sound energized. And again, I'm seeing in the videos, I'm seeing you do some pretty cool ass stuff with a whole bunch of people who are clearly enjoying your company. So that's that's the point, yeah, where, and, right? Yeah, and and if it wasn't for Steve O, like honestly, he he has been helping me through everything because I like you might as well consider me gay <laughs> i'm the most gay person ever because i've been humped up the butt so many times by so many bad business deals and just, you know getting screwed over yes i'm just like 
I need to divorce Nikki and then just claim me as gay because... Um, <laughs> and, and as we say, there's nothing wrong with that, but you would prefer to have it in a more traditional way, not because of business associates. 100%. Right. So, um, so I... Uh, I didn't trust anybody, so I stopped doing any, every business deal ever, yeah. and and I just shut everything down because you know anytime somebody be like, "Bam, let's do a uh, you know a brand new um, T-shirt line," you know we'll give half the charity to Tony Hawk Skateboard Foundation, and uh, then you can keep the rest. And then we sell a ton of these things, and then uh, Tony Hawk's like, "So where's the money?" I'm like, "The guy." Like changed his phone number, he oh, shut uh, his company down, and uh, he must have made so much money on these shirts that he just shut it all down. So, like, that's just one example of many that that I just stopped. So, uh, Stevo set me up with his, um, you know, Tightbox uh, packaging company, and he has really trustworthy people shipping all of his skateboards and Stevo mugs and Stevo shot glasses and Stevo hats, and um, you know, and and, and now I could completely trust him with that. And uh, yeah. me and Danny Way are starting a company. And um, we have this thing with Johnny Schiller from Element called Heart Supply, which we're getting, like, the best skaters ever to be involved in. And um, I yeah, just Let man, me just I'm, jump in here quickly because, you know, Casey has, has something he wants to say as well. But uh, there is uh, – there, it still remains a great joy, Bam, to watch – Great skaters do what they do. It's the coolest thing in the world. And to see you doing it is just so cool. And I know Casey wanted to. Well, yeah. So I just, I know that um, I, I saw it. I witnessed it. You know, a lot yeah. of people just kind of wanted to like be with Bam and hang right. out with Bam. And, and, and Bam, I don't know what you out there listening think or know about him. But what I saw was Bam is a nice guy. And he was inviting and, and you know, yeah. and just was like, yes, you know, the more the merrier. And, um, but, you know. When you do that, when you open your door like that, then, you know, a lot of people come in that you can't really trust. And so for the last few months, you've been on um, a more positive life path and you've been, uh, you know, trying to do, you know, the next right thing. And and that led for you to get your car stolen. And <laughs> so, so what uh, happened? Yeah. So, yeah. I, so you got to tell everybody how this happens. So, all right. First of all, um in 2020, uh, I've had my friend, Buddy Bill, he lost custody of his kids. So he goes over to my house. I'm not there. I'm getting a Christmas tree with Nikki and Phoenix. And he decides that he sees the Audi R8 keys in the ignition. So he takes it out with a bottle of whiskey and wraps it around a pole at the Walmart. Oh, doing donuts. Oh. So then Novak um, is on pills, trying to get more pills, and he falls asleep at the wheel and, and wrecks into a car that happens to be the uh, dean of Westchester, and um, he flees the scene, and they saw the license plate, so they thought it was me. Luckily, I was in Germany, so uh, I had to figure out that it was Novak. Then Nikki, she says, you should tell your two friends to go F themselves for life for wrecking your car. Then karma bites her up the butt, and she gets T-boned in the Porsche Panamera. And I'm like, can it get any worse than that? Um, I see recently, the other day, I saw this gypsy uh, psychic lady who basically told me to, like, embrace every situation, be a yes man, first person that comes up to you, like, 
say yes. You know, so like yeah. I get gas at this gas station to go see the shaman. My phone is dead. And I guess Phoenix must have spilled his apple juice into my <laughs> plug because my phone was not charging in the thing. So I <laughs> So I had to pull over to AMPM, get gas, and, and ask the lady to charge my phone for five minutes to get his address so I could program it in. So I come out, and these Mexican gang members pull up, and they're like, yo, you're banned from Jackass. Can we get a photo? I'm like, yes. Yeah. And then like, can we sit in your car and take a photo? I'm like, yes. And then he's like, yo, man, this is a nice car. I've never, ever been in a Bentley. I wonder how this drives. Uh, could I just take it around the block just so I could check it out? I'm like, if I sit in the passenger seat, yes. So we go around the block. It takes about four minutes. I come back uh, to the gas station, go in to get my phone, and the lady gave it to someone else. <laughs> so now I'm in there arguing with, for 20 minutes saying, I have to call the police over this because I need my phone. I have so many memories and right. footage that I've been filming my skate tricks on. I have to call the police. Mm -hmm. So now I'm, I'm on the phone given the story i look out the window and the bentley is now gone because i left the car on and the guy's in the driver's seat so stop so um now i'm like never mind my phone my bentley is oh my god <laughs> so now eight police officers show up and i look oh. up 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 in the sky and there's three helicopters and after like 30 long minutes of hearing their cbs uh given updates they say that it just crashed into a house Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, so you, you, you adopt the I'm going to say yes to everybody philosophy, and this happens almost immediately. So they, they got the guy, obviously. Was the uh, Bentley totaled? Yeah, it, it's pretty much history. I yeah. find out today from insurance if it's even salvageable. But uh, <sighs> but the funny thing is, is this guy just got out of jail for five years, and he's oh. like, he gets out. He's like, yes, I'm finally free. And he's right back in for five more years with, like, eight hours of freedom. So, you know, it's weird, though, Bam, if you stop and think about it. Like with Steve-O, you, you were a big part of helping him turn his deal around. And here he is doing it for you. And you have these friends that really care about you. And, I mean, you're you're... Again, all I can judge is by what I'm seeing and what you're saying and how we hear you, you know, on the phone right now. And it sounds like you're in a, a really good spot. So so what what is the status of the next Jackass movie? How's that moving along? And, and, and where do you stand right now? Is everything sort of suspended because of the pandemic? Well, it's suspended because of the pandemic, but because of my um, my TMZ and Dr. Phil craziness, because of that, I've become like a liability. Okay. But um, but the fact that they saw that I up and moved and like, you know, they're like, so it looks like you're doing good in San Diego. Like, how long are you going to be there? I'm like, I'm here for eternity if that's what it takes. You know, right. I'm right. like, I'm like, Steve-O has set me up with, you know, such a good group of AA skaters that, that you know, I go to re these meetings religiously with Steve-O and, um, and uh, I never really got the steps because I never connected with anybody there, and I never even spoke. I just sat there in the back listening to, like, some 80-year-old guy talk about his, how he's been sober for 40 years. Yeah. And I never get it, and, I, and especially when you get to step four or whatever it is, when it when you have to go to a higher power. And, you know, I don't believe that there's some old guy, bearded guy up in the sky. I believe in the sun and the moon revolving, and we're on Earth time. Right. You know, like – 
<laughs> you know, time doesn't exist, and we're just on Earth time. If the sun sat at high noon all day long, how could we measure time? So, like, that that was – but once I saw the shaman, you know, whatever he did to me, I, I get it now. I get the higher power thing. So, A, makes sense to me now, and um, and uh, I mean, so, I, I, so I, I, hopefully I, I, when, when we start filming – um, jackass in uh, late February that that you know I'd be more than obliged to be involved, but but I, I, at one point I didn't even want to be seen by anyone. That's why I never even called Tony Hawk to go skate yet. I had to stay with the shaman and hike. And once I lost um, from 237 pounds, I'm now at 190. Nice. So now I could skate again. You know, like skaters need to be thin, man, because. Yeah. You can't hold two 20-pound weights in your arm and try to ollie a pyramid. It just ain't going to happen. Right. Well, listen, again, it's cool to see you doing that, the fact that you've made all these uh, these strides forward. Uh, so as anybody from – so it, it sounded like from what you said that the people from the movie company are seeing your progress and are encouraged by that. Uh, when will you get the final word as to whether or not you are part of this next Jackass film? Um, late February when when we believe – COVID will somewhat come to a end or right. maybe they'll release Hollywood to let people start filming again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 listen, from what I'm seeing, it looks like you're well on that path and that, that would be cool. You know, again, AA saved my brother's life going to the meetings, did that. And, and all of the stuff that you're talking about and saying the impact that it has on you, it's something that can be a profound difference. He considers the day he went to AA for the first time his birthday and, and, and uh, you know, that's that's that that means that you are feeling that seismic shift. You can tell it's going on. And I'm just I think we're all really encouraged to see what's what's coming up for you and, and how your life takes a much better turn from here on in, hopefully with less car insurance necessary. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> and, you know, it was weird as well, because once I couldn't skate anymore. I needed that adrenaline rush of what it feels like to land a skate trick after trying it for three hours and say, hell yeah. Right. And my, I figured out that my new adrenaline rush was getting basically blacked out on whiskey and Adderall and looking for a fight so I could get beat up. And, and that was my adrenaline rush. I looked forward to it. When I, that 80-year-old lady who I was paying rent for when I owned that nightclub because she kept complaining at the end of the month that there's too much noise and she figured out that every Every time she did that, did that, I would pay her rent. So after six months of this, I stopped paying her rent. And then we get into an argument. I say, I'm not paying your rent anymore. So she hits me over the head with a baseball bat, you know, like giving me 16 staples in my head. And like, that was my adrenaline rush. I looked forward to getting beat up. When I, right. when I got punched in Adelaide and knocked out by a UFC fighter because uh, we got into a little tiff. You know, I had to thank him on the news in Australia because I slept like a rock. Thank you very much. And I got an <laughs> adrenaline bus going. I was stoked all about it. And and because I'm on Jackass, uh, all press is good press in my eyes at that time. Yeah, right? so yeah. As long as I'm not a murderer or a rape artist, then yeah. I'm good to go. Because, you know, if, if I get caught doing something really stupid, I'm on Jackass. So you can call me a... B-list or C-list or D-list or even E-list or F-list celebrity, I don't really care. If it happened to Tom Cruise, he might look bad and be in trouble, but I ain't Tom Cruise. You're I'm right. I'm from Jackass. Yeah, right. So, so like, 
you know, but um, yeah, you know, I, all the people that I looked up to when I was younger that weren't skateboarders were people like Motley Crue who have videos with hot girls drinking Jack Daniels partying. Yeah. But I realized if Nikki Six at the age of 55 or whatever he is, he, if he's still holding a bottle of Jack Daniels partying like that, it's going to look really pathetic, you know? So, like, I understand that I'm not 20 anymore and being 41 and still – Trying to be a party animal is not a cool look. You know what? Listen, man, and and we watching from afar you and and go through that in your life is it's kind of the dialogue that that we had about you. It's yeah. and listen, you're a public persona, so it's easy for people to talk about what they see and and other people when they're in the limelight like that. So we saw that happening, but it doesn't matter what we saw. It was something that you needed to see right. and eventually come to that realization and then make the change. Was this shaman guy instrumental in helping you see that, or did you learn this before you, you went to go see him? As far as, you know, uh, not being, that that this, you can't be doing this the rest of your life, this type of stuff. Yeah, like, um, and and that's the thing, like, the, the shaman, rehabs never worked for me. I would always, like, couldn't wait to get out of there so I could sip on a drink on the airplane on the way home. Like yeah. I knew that it wasn't going to work. Mm. And um, whatever the shaman did, his name is Navid. He lives in Escondido. You know, like you could like hit up my Instagram. If you really want to see this guy, it's well worth it. It's, it's 700 bucks for an eight hour ceremony. And if you want the uh, combo, which is like this frog burn thing, it only takes an hour and it's, uh, and that's only 200 bucks, but it, it, totally helps he helps heroin addicts he helps you know people with uh brain cancer he fixes brain cancer because he thinks that it's all in your head if <laughs> you know you he thinks that you can cure all this just with your mind and and um he's like the most angelic sweet dude ever that that nothing wants he, he just wants nothing better to help people and uh he's like an angel on the planet. Well, you, you know, listen, you, there's, you, as long as he did what he did for you, you know, regardless of, of, of maybe more profound things and, and it does it for other people, I, I, you know, the, uh, whatever works, works. This is working for you. So that's, uh, that's yeah. all that matters, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, and the, the, seeing you with the, your son and everything and, and loving, loving everything that's going on. That's cool, man. That's all you need to know. Yeah, and, and, like, Phoenix could not be any more happy. Every skater that – I mean, we have, like, posses of 10 to 20, like, every day. So there's always some skater teaching Phoenix how to skate. <laughs> He's making all these new friends. He's, like, the nicest kid ever. He, he, he watches this show called Trash Truck. It's his favorite show, <laughs> and, like, he's starting to talk now. So every time the trash man comes out, uh, you know, he sticks his head through the fence. So you can only see his head. He's like, are you a trash truck? He's like, well, I'm a trash man. He's like, are you having a good day? He's like, well, now that I'm talking to you, I am. <laughs> the rain later. And then he's like, rain, rain, go away. Start singing it together. I'm like, this is this is hilarious, man. Like, Oh, that's awesome. I, I love now that he can start forming sentences and tell me, what he wants or if he's hungry or not because yeah. you know from one till two was really tough because the only thing he was good at was sucking on a boob and crapping his pants <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a lot like you were before you got into uh, your, your life together man uh now that's cool dude and and so now and and with with fatherhood and, and watching your child grow up that gives that's another perspective 
and another reason for you to stay the course and and do what's right. So that's cool that you have that positive reinforcement in Phoenix, man. Yeah, and and like you know, I knew I had to quit drinking, and it was so hard for me. And uh, you know, Jackass was like the main reason, and me just getting well was the main reason. But the ultimate reason was. Nikki showed me this footage of me showing up drunk at 4 a.m. of me shouting, like, from downstairs, like, Nikki, we need to talk. And then I'm waking up Phoenix at two years old. He's he's crying his eyes out, and she, she secretly recorded it and showed it to me. I was like, this can never happen again. Yes. Like, no, yeah, I cannot. Uh-oh. I cannot be this way. He cannot grow up to arguments at 4 a.m. It's just not going to happen. Yep. Wow, man. Well, it sounds great. And to hear you uh, this way is just uh, terrific. I mean, I I, I think you're, you've got the, the Jackass movie now. Then we'd love to see all you guys together. And the fact that you have all these people who are now gone through similar journeys and are there to serve as your counsel and support. I, I, I think you're going to, you know, I think it's only going to get better from here. And, and that's what we hope for you. Yeah. Yeah, and and I've reached the point where, like, you know, um, Jackass is, like, everything to me. Like, we all started this together. And, like, the fact that I was at one point, or I don't know yet, but a liability, you know, is just, uh, it's almost like, bam. Um, It's like, why can't I be in the movie? Because you're out there on TMZ being a real jackass. It's like. So I can't be on Jackass because I'm out there being a Jackass. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that... like what? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it sort of goes to show you like how how bad it was. I mean, it's kind of like uh, Steven Adler getting kicked out of Guns N' Roses for partying too much. Right. Yeah, right. you're at Guns yeah. N' you're Roses. You're at Guns N' Roses and you're partying too much. Yeah. Like last time I checked, your album is called Appetite for Destruction. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But I mean, and you, but you brought up a good point, Pam, which is. For you, anything you did that was in line or linear to the quote-unquote jackass lifestyle was accept. So you, it was almost sort of your your job to be effing up that way, and and it's hard to reset yourself when you're always allotted that amount of screwing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so yeah. and the fact that you could assess that and realized okay. Regardless of that, as you know, we've had Steve-O in the studio a couple times, you know, over the past couple of years. Uh, and, and to see that transformation and that realization uh, is, is is pretty wild. But, I mean, in, in a way, it makes it harder for you to get sober, to get everything together, because you're just expected to be that way. Yeah, and, and, and I think the main problem of mine is I was always too good at pointing fingers. So when my mom would be like... Bam, you're hell, and you're drinking too much. I'm like, oh, I'm drinking too much? Uh, last time I checked, Novak just crapped his mom's couch on Mother's Day with a needle in his arm <laughs> claiming food poisoning. I'm like, <laughs> last time I checked, uh, you know, Uncle Matt measures distances in beers. So, hey, hey, Matt, how far is Allentown from your house? Oh, it's about a six-pack away. <laughs> I'm like, last time, you know, like, I'm... I'm just pointing I did, to, to everybody just so I don't look so bad until I realize, like, you know, uh, just just waking up so hung hung over, claiming I'm never going to drink again. But then I realize if I have a quick drink, then I'll feel better. And then I'm like, wow, well, if I have another one, I'm going to feel even better. Next thing you know, I'm drunk by high noon and then I'm blacked out by six. Yeah. You know, so like it was just no good. And it's hard to reach a rock bottom when you have, you know, 
two Lamborghinis in the driveway, a Hummer, a Range Rover, yeah. a Porsche Panamera, an Audi R8, and like two houses and another one in San Francisco. It's like reaching rock bottom for someone like that is really hard to determine, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, everything, everything. Rock bottom. He he was broke as a joke. He didn't have a credit card. He didn't have a dime to his name. His mom kicked him out. I stopped talking to him, and like he didn't even have a quarter for a phone call to put in the in the phone booth, you know, to call yeah. a friend. So like that was his rock bottom, and he went into rehab for the twenty no the thirtieth time that I've probably paid for, and uh, and and he just um said this is it for me, like uh. Obviously, my way doesn't work, so I have to obey whatever the rehab says, and I have to obey these steps. And, and you know, they say that you can't do it alone, and you have to follow the steps. So now that I could get past the higher power thing, it seems to be working. It sure wow. does. Wow. Hey, Bam, you mentioned the houses. I did have a text from somebody who said, do you still, asking if you still have the castle house uh, in PA or not. Yeah, I, I, I still have it, but, like, I have so many mixed memories of that place when, yeah. like, I had 40 people showing to wake me up at, at 9 a.m. so we could film all day with a $300,000 budget to blow things up, mm-hmm. to affix it, to fly in anybody first class that I wanted to and fly them home. You know, like, it, it, it was just so much fun. I mean, I had a... 300 people having a Civil War reenactment with Yankees and Rebels <laughs> battling with tents set up and fires and violins. You know, I've had the whole kitchen painted blue. We turned the living room into an ice skating rink. We drove my Hummer off of 500-foot Kawari Cliff. I wrecked eight of Don Vito's cars. You know, like, the list goes on. And, and then when it ended, I'm just sitting outside sipping on a beer, counting deer in the backyard. I'm like... I need to change the scenery, and and I just have to like see what it's like to live somewhere else. I, I think you're I, you're right. Yeah. So, so are you are you going to just I, are you going to retain it and sell it, or, or at some point, or is 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 that? I have, I have too much invested in the castle that right. I'm going to keep it. I rebuilt the skate park for the fourth time, which means I have to spend two hundred grand to build it. I have to spend forty grand to tear it down. I have to spend two hundred grand to build it, four hundred to tear it down. And this is the fourth time I'm doing it because on the fifth or, or on the third time, I was so hopped up on whiskey and Adderall that I built the most crazy designs ever just so it looks rad and try something completely new because all skate parks are the same with a pyramid, a ledge, and a fun box. You know, like, so So I wanted to build something crazy, like that Bob Burnquist or Tony Hawk or some new person would try something neat. And I realized that if you build a loop, then you can only do the loop. You can't crooked grind the loop. You can't twist the loop. You can't kickflip the loop. So... Once you do the loop, you have to tear it down and build something else because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just... Right, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. Well, listen, there, we, there, there have been many great memories, but I think you're doing the right thing now being geographically away from that. Yeah, uh, yeah. 100%. So yeah. And then also surrounding your, yourself with, with healthy, positive people. You know, um, it's yeah. it's you know it's no secret. I'm you know coming up on nine years sober myself, and and uh, you know there's no way I could do it alone. And you know I I sought out other sober people to you know live my life with, and you know and then I got to a point where I can enjoy all the the other trappings of life without feeling um, uh, tempted to to go out. 
Yeah, and and for so many years, I just didn't simply get it. I just didn't get it, you know. It was worse than Don Vito. No, Don Vito was worse. I I remember he got in trouble. He had to go to uh, meetings, AA and rehab. And in in the AA meetings, they're like, so did you find a sponsor yet? He's like, yeah, I'm sponsored by Budweiser. (laughs) No, no, you don't get it. He's like, no, I'm really sponsored by Budweiser. They send me cases of Budweiser and and they pay me money because I'm on, you know, MTV. They're like, no, you need a sponsor of somebody in here yeah. to make you not drink the Budweiser, you fat moron. <laughs> oh, God. It was an elusive concept, but uh, <laughs> one one that you've gotten, so that's cool. Yeah. My sponsor is Budweiser, yo! Oh, my God. Wow. It's <laughs> not quite how it works. All right, man. Well, listen, we're, we're excited that uh, that you're heading in the right direction and, and obviously excited about the potential for another jackass uh coming out and uh which by the way do you guys you have ideas on paper about what you want to do with jackass well i had the pleasure to spend 120 days in 2020 in rehab so i have a boatload of ideas (laughs) like probably 60 of them so that means at least 20 or 30 are gonna work and um and, uh, you know, I, and I also was so bored that I just created my own alphabet that I could now spell better than English and read better than English. I was seeing so, some of that. You created your own language. It was, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. And, and like, you know, there's there's about 14 people from like England, Romania, Finland, uh, Calgary, Canada, Milwaukee, and a doctor chick from um avon connecticut that are like super into this language and they text me code messages just so i can decode them then i'll send them messages just so they can decode it and it's more fun than english and plus it's like writing in arabic you know to a friend that's right by you and you could just show it to them saying like this new guy who showed up i do not like him at all and i want him to leave you know like just things like that, coded so. messages wow yeah. <laughs> i love it man that's cool all right listen bam best to you man thanks for checking in we appreciate it and uh maybe someday down the road we'll see you in person when everything returns to somewhat normal and you come back and visit but it's good to catch up with you man thanks a bunch absolutely yeah yeah for sure all right bam Margera, yeah! guys Take care, bud. We'll see you. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. What is this alphabet what? thing that you're talking about? I'm on his his uh, Instagram so, yeah, right now. Yeah. If you go, there, it's, it's back. He's put little um, symbols and there his own letters, everything. And there's a way that, like, the language and the way that uh, that uh, he uh, he's. He was he's been working on it for a long time. I have a feeling a lot of that was really worked on prior to getting a lot of his help, right? Uh, in mm-hmm. the ma- more manic levels that he might have been at, but it's something that he uh, I think ported through after and just enjoys on the way he's saying it's kind of like having it's like the guys we had in here who created their own language, uh, not your average listeners, you know, okay. the same sort of thing. Now, um, it's wild, man. It's it's he, I think he finally, I think he finally has looked at his own life yeah. and gone okay. This is really out of control. Yeah. Because like I told him, we've been watching him for years going, dude, he's got to get it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got to get it together. He's He's got to see, you know, because he, he just still liked living that lifestyle, that that over-the-top crazy. Listen, I still like to party. Yeah. I don't do it nearly to the level that I used to because I realized, dude, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. yeah. And and so, but for some people, you just got to gotta change completely. And so, uh, at least from your... Uh, from your habits, yeah. Uh, anyhow, and so it sounds like he's heading in the right direction. And he finally sees it, 
and he's got a taste of the good stuff now that he's really enjoying of what it's like yeah. to live in this type of life and he's got a he's got a kid who he's watching start to grow and then that can become your drug of sorts, actually, yeah. wanting to foster, yeah. you know, goodness in that. So I mean, it sounds like it sounds like it's going to take. Yeah. It is wild you know that, I mean? that so you much hope. of what he he you're expected to be this guy, and that works against you when everyone's like, oh, well, be so, that guy. But that's why it's so important, I think, to have somebody like Steve-O in his life still, because that is a guy who it was, you know, up against the same stuff. You know, he was a guy who lived his life and, yeah. you know... And Complete was, 180. And was defined by, you know, these actions and these yeah. activities and stuff. So, um, it's, uh, you know, I, I hope that he keeps all of these people in his life and, and he stays on this path. Yeah, and also he's, uh, that was a point I was going to make, that, that he came to the realization that his adrenaline came from essentially fighting and having people physically harm him that he kind of subconsciously drove himself to do that because he actually liked it. So, so you know what I mean. Artie that was his excitement. Artie Lang in his in one of his books, um, Crash and Burn, talks about um, that he was he had no drugs and he was at the point where what he was doing is he was cutting himself because at the point which he started to bleed out, oh, he God. would get that sort of lightheaded feeling, mm. and that so that when he really had that thing where he almost died because he bled out, that's what that was from. I haven't heard from him it's crazy. Lately. I know. I haven't seen Artie Lang around, and you know, but hopefully he's doing okay. So we have the cipher here for <laughs> Bam's language. Sure. Uh, and yes. Are you going to adopt it? Cryptographic, if that's even a word. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, sure. I'll, I'm, from here on out, this is how I will write people. The problem is you can't text in that yet, so we have to make no. sure that we add that to the, uh, the available alphabet. It's interesting. He's a very creative guy. He I mean, he's, he's, he, yeah. he, he's, he does artwork as well, so, uh, it's wild. It's interesting. All right. Uh, listen, I think we had better take a break. Yes. Because we want to stay on time with, uh, your opportunity to win some cash and, uh, the No Sad Dough round two. Uh, our second stop is coming up in just a moment. Don't forget, it happens seven times throughout the day, and this is our final week of doing it, so we don't want you to miss out on it. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Got some bizarre file stories on the way, too. We'll be back in a moment. Monday nights. Metallica family, are you with us? It's not just Monday. It's Metallica Monday. Join MMR's Jackie Bam Bam for massive amounts of Metallica every Monday night starting at 9. From the monster hits to deeper album cuts spanning a Hall of Fame career. This is Robert, Kirk, Lars, and James from Metallica. We're covering all the bases from one of rock's biggest bands. Set a reminder on your phone. Tell Siri to clear your calendar and have the MMR app at the ready for Metallica Mondays, 9 p.m. With Jackie Bam Bam right here on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It is snowing a little bit here in Bella Kenwood, but uh, it's going to be picking up. And, and we should, Kath, I think you were saying it's going to be like a heavier, like it's wetter be, snow. Yes, okay. exactly. Yeah. Like right. custard, they're saying. It's going to come down like custard. Like custard. Wow. And um, uh, it's um, the whiteout is what they're saying is actually going to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be yeah. heavy and steady. Uh, like I, custard. I saw even this morning uh, one to two inches per hour. 
Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think Murph said something like that. So we yeah. should end up with about 50 inches? 50 inches. Something <laughs> along those lines. So no, uh, but it, depending on if you're yeah. north, if you're a little bit further north of the city um, and east, I think, um, then there's the opportunity to get that extra foot of snow. It's time, already snowing. Time for bread soup. Was that? It's already <laughs> snowing in uh, parts of Jersey, so it's, it's headed okay. our way. All right. Uh, it's 10 o'clock. Oh! Let's wait. Cause... Oh! God, oh! Yeah, I need my little... Oh! Sounder noise thingy. Here we go. Oh! 93.3 WMMR presents... No Santa! Yep, we got the word that's worth 500 bucks for you right now. The word is fix. F-I-X. And that is the keyword. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to get on that via text to the special contest short code, which is 45911. Or to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry wins $500 in this company-wide contest. And that person will get a call from Beasley. So be sure to answer your phone. Somebody might say, hey, mister, you just won $500. Contest rules are available at uh, WMMR.com and is sponsored by Stakem. So the word is fix. All right? The word is fix. Quickly, before we get to the beef, I told you trying to catch up on my short outs. Yeah. I uh, got this one. I'm a little late with uh, some of these. So Melinda Benson had texted in or emailed in and said, uh, on January 24th and January 28th, two of my three kids have birthdays. Uh, and I would love to have a short out or shout out to them for their birthdays. They really are good people. And I'd like to make their birthday special. My son, Ethan, has his birthday on the 24th. He's in high school, also volunteers at two fire companies. And uh, my daughter, Carly, has her birthday on the 28th. She says, you've actually met Carly and I as we've been a part of your team for the Crohn's and Colitis Walk. Uh, Carly graduated from college summa cum laude oh. and is now a special education teacher working with students with multiple disabilities. And I'm proud of these two young people and would like them uh, would like to make their uh, birthdays uh, would like to make their birthdays during COVID nineteen special. Come to know us. And I know hearing you mention them would definitely go a long way. Thank you, Melinda. So here you go, a shout out for both of those kids and congratulations. You know, you know I'm So if you have, if you think you know these people and and. Let them know that this was mentioned on air so they can go listen to the podcast. Because sometimes you hope they're hearing it, but you're never quite sure. Well, yeah. And today's, I mean, listen, we got snow, so not yeah. everybody's out and about. And I especially want to make sure that this one gets um, across. And I'm, I'm, I missed this. Uh, so I apologize that it wasn't on the morning that this was taking place. And you know what? It wasn't signed by the individual uh-huh. either. So it says, uh, little dude listener. Uh, that was the subject line. My son and I listen to your show every morning. His name is Jacob. He's 11 years old this Friday, this past Friday, the All 29th. Right. Uh, he was going to have surgery on his clubbed foot called an osteotomy. Can you give him a shout out to give him a little boost on his way to chop? That would be awesome and greatly appreciated. You guys rock. So it's for Jacob. Uh, yeah, it's for Jacob, and uh, I, uh, hopefully the surgery went well, and I'm sorry I missed it. And uh, I also don't have a last name. Um, so the, 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 the email name is Nilstick. So I don't know if that's a, I doubt that's a last name. Nilstick. All right. So for Jacob, Clubfoot, 11 years old, if you know him, uh, please let him know that we, we hope everything went well. So it's a shout out to you, Jacob. All right. Um, we're going to do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. 
All right, let's get into some stories. Um, sometimes you need to just let the police handle the situation. Uh, the Phoenix Police Department is investigating a shooting at a business. Just after 9 a.m. Saturday, police responded for reports of a shooting. Officers at the scene said that shots were fired outside of Howard's Ace Hardware uh, during an attempted robbery. An employee was trying to stop a shoplifter. A hardware as, store? <laughs> as they both ran outside of the store. And a man who was standing outside witnessed a chase. He happened to have a gun. Oh, jeez. So he took a shot. Hit the employee instead of the shoplifter. And Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, mister. He was trying to play cop. Uh, the victim was taken to a hospital for treatment. He is said to have sorry. S- serious uh, but non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, the shoplifter left the scene prior to police arrival. It's unclear if he has been identified. The person who fired the shots remained at the scene and is cooperating with police. It is unclear if charges will be filed or not. A remarkably lucky Australian man who forced a crocodile off of his head by prizing open its jaws with his bare hands has managed to escape a minor injuries. So the, the, the croc was clamped on his head and he was able to force it open? That's correct. Wow. Uh, it was a smaller croc, but it was big enough to get its head, its its mouth on his head. It's a croquette. The 44-year-old man fought off the creature while swimming at Lake Placid. He had puncture wounds on each side of his face. Well, this is going to be a bit of a problem. But he was very, very <laughs> calm when healthcare workers arrived to uh, treat I'm him. I'm having a bit of trouble getting these off my head. Uh, they said a crocodile had bitten his head, and in his efforts to remove the jaws of the crocodile, he put his hands in to try and prize it. The jaws apart, uh, the paramedic said, in the process of trying to remove his hands, the jaws snapped shut on his forefinger. Oh, He's a remarkably lucky gentleman. Uh, just a few centimeters lower, and we would have had major blood vessels. Had one of those been punctured, uh, then it would have been a very different story. I wonder if there's a spot on the jawline or the actual, you know, where everything connects where you could push and force. Like like if you are if you ever pill a cat or a dog. Sometimes you can hit a, a spot yes. on the jaw and it'll right there. they yep. open up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Never heard of that. Yeah. Don't know. I've never had my head, though, in my cat's mouth. Uh, he said <laughs> the unnamed man estimated the saltwater crocodile was between about uh, five and six and seven feet in length. So yeah, a, a decent size, not <laughs> tiny. Yeah. Uh, Sweeney said the man had been, uh, Sweeney was the uh, paramedic, he said that the man had been swimming in that area three times a week for about eight years. Now you need to stop doing that. And he said, certainly not a place that I'd choose to swim. Uh, he described him as a very fit individual. He said his vital signs were remarkably calm when you consider the ordeal that he'd been through. <laughs> he said, I would not be surprised if he ventured into those waters again for further exercise. Reminds me of uh, the Australian guy in um, Along Came Polly. Yeah, yeah. Who just, you know, nothing at all. Nothing. Uh-huh. No danger faces nothing. him whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Queensland Environment Department sent a team to the site and said a search for the crocodile responsible for the attack is now underway. Once rangers are at the site, any crocodile found to be present will be targeted for removal. Um, they said the crocodile attacks in Australia are actually pretty rare. Man has been arrested and charged with allegedly alleged theft of several Soiled diapers. Oh, no. Toronto police say 40-year-old Shane Stephen Kirkeldy appeared in court Saturday, and he's facing eight total charges, including three counts of prowl by night. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the diaper... Oh, yeah. 
The diaper thefts took place uh, between December 1st and January 23rd. Steven, if he comes along a stack of diapers, he gets the, we guess what I get to do. <laughs> Can you hear that? He's case? so excited. All right, you go ahead. Uh, so. Wee! Guess what I get to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he took soiled diapers out of green organic waste bins next to a home. Uh, Kirkle D was arrested on Saturday. It happened at 5.10 a.m. Uh, despite Kirkledy's arrest last Saturday, Toronto police are asking the public to aid in the investigation. Dude, where'd you get the pudding? Anyone who has any information about the incident is being asked to contact the police. Well, in France, it's considered rude to put ketchup on food that's been prepared by someone else in a nice restaurant at home. The logic being that since the other person put a lot of effort in creating a certain taste, it would be rude. Now, Japan doesn't have such a, co- a custom, but you still may want to be aware when you're eating someone else's food. A guest house was a scene of an assault case between the owner, uh, Jenrayu Aragaki, yep. and, 52, and a 52-year-old visitor. Now, according to police, the victim came to the guest house, nestled at the foot of the mountains, and he had dinner with his friends. When the food was served, however, the victim put some black pepper on it, and the amount of pepper upset Aragaki greatly, he punched his guest in the head and then brandished a chef's knife, shouting threats such as, I'll kill you! I'll kill you! In the midst... He love dishonored my food! Uh, and he, uh, he has dishonored his house and everything. In my house! Uh, in the midst of the flurry of threats, punches, and kicks, Aragaki's knife cut the victim on his finger, causing injuries that took two weeks to heal. I'll kill you! After his arrest, Aragaki... Admitted to becoming enraged by the amount of pepper used, but denies some of the charges, claiming that he didn't intend to cut the victim. Uh, the two men apparently had known each other for a long time, uh, so it is possible that death threats and knife play are part of their regular relationship. I spent about the two hours earlier trying to find the, gro- the Wonder Years on TV. <laughs> uh, but the criminal charges might suggest otherwise. So. Uh, they are passionate. I know that. Uh, there's, you know, you, you can't screw with food. And there you go. That is what we have in the bizarre file for you right now. You got about five minutes left to enter the word fix. That is the word that could get you $500 and no sad dough. By the way, is it Japan where you are uh, expected to, if you've enjoyed the meal, belch? Isn't uh, that a sign of uh, enjoyment? Yeah, a sign of respect, I yeah, yeah. Yes, I think so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. But just don't over... Uh, if, if a meal has been prepared for you, you don't need to doctor it up. No. It apparently offended this one guy. <laughs> but like I said in the story, that's not a standard thing. And, and they were saying more so in France, you see that type of activity. if It's an uh, offense. But in Japan, it's not. But okay. it got under this guy's skin. The word, by the way, is fix. F-I-X. And you got to get that over to us. Three ways to do it. You can text it at 45911 or to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize. Enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. Good luck to you. We'll come back in a moment. Lesson question. Trash. Music news are on the way. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Foo Fighters and shame, shame on 93.3 WMMR. They're going to be featured this weekend. We have a Fooper Bowl (laughs) weekend. That's right. You heard correctly. Fooper Bowl. Uh, weekend, and it's all things Foo Fighters. 
their 10th studio album, Medicine at Midnight. You want to listen for blocks every hour, and then you'll have your chance to win the new album via digital download. And on my little info sheet, it says here, it says, don't miss our special halftime show Sunday at 6 p.m. right here on WMMR. It's an hour of the best live Foo Fighters. Uh So that should be pretty cool. Looking forward to that. Um, We're going to do the lesson question. We have as a prize one of the Stephen Singer's, uh, Stephen Singer Jewelry's famous real 24-karat gold dip roses to give away. And the question I think we're going to go with is this. Which store for bitchy customers is at the other end of the parking lot from the grocery store? (laughs) Or from Target. That's actually where it happened. So uh, which store for bitchy customers is at the other end of the parking lot? If you heard it earlier this morning when I was talking about uh, standing in line and you know the answer, you should call 215-263-WMMR, the number and we'll do this while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see where we go today. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, Vatican doctor is warning Pope Francis to cut back on his beloved pasta because he needs to drop some weight. Apparently things have gotten so bad they actually had to let his robe out. Oh, Francis. That's a bad sign. An, invest- an investigation underway after the stars of Little Women Atlanta got into a brawl, leaving cast member Miss Juicy with a deep cut on her face. The brawl began when another cast member threatened to cut Miss Juicy's head off with a cigar cutter. Tiny little head. And finally, Megan Fox shooting down the rumor she's engaged to Machine Gun Kelly after she was recently seen out and about with a new ring on that finger. Fox coyly responded asking why she would buy the cow when the cow is perfectly fine completing on her back. I don't think she got that right. And that's your Hollywood trash. All righty. Uh, we'll see if you know the answer to this. Which store for bitchy customers is at the other end of the parking lot? And I will go to Troy for the answer. Hey, Troy, good morning. Hey, good morning. All right. Good morning, <laughs> it, bud. All right. Where's, uh, what's that store that's at the other end of the parking lot for bitchy customers? The other end of the parking lot is Horror World for you whores. Horror World. <laughs> you got it, dude. Hang on a second, Troy, for you. One of Steven Singer's famous real 24-karat gold dip roses. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Order yours now only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Let's get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you this morning by your local Confidence Plus Service Center. When your car needs service, head to your local Confidence Plus Service Center for trained, experienced technicians and a national warranty covering parts and labor info and locations at myconfidenceplus.com. Chris Cornell's widow says that there is a second volume of covers recorded by Chris that will be released. The first volume, No One Sings Like You Anymore, was released late last year. He said, She said in an interview... There is a volume two. Uh, the thing with this volume, uh, the thing, the with, thing with this volume one, though, that makes it special is that he mastered it. He sequenced it. This is all Chris right from the beginning to end. And the other one was mastered, not sequenced, volume two. <clears throat> There's also been plenty of music beyond that. Vicky said because he was such a prolific writer, we're blessed because he has left us lots of music. Not in completely finished form, but there's enough to work with. And the Cornell Stamps 
uh, stamp is all over it, and that's really special. So there's a lot of music. Physical version of the first volume will be released on March 19th. It was originally released for streaming only back in December. Trivium's Matt Heafy and Linkin Park's Mike Shinoda are teaming up on a collaboration via Shinoda's Twitch channel on Friday. It'll be from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And fans can check out Shinoda working his production magic on a new song by Heafy. Uh, he said, or Shinoda said, I got Matt's blessing to get weird with the track, too. And we're not just going to make a metal track. We're going to make a Trivium track. If you wanted a Trivium track, you could just get a Trivium track. You could go to Matt's channel and get that. So I'm going to take his vocal and even his guitar and chop them into tiny bits and run them through a meat grinder. And then we're going to make it track. We're going to make a track out of it. And I don't even know what we're going to make, he said. I said the track that he sent to us is so like epic. He said it's very Matt standing on a mountaintop with a falcon on his wrist who flies away and collects the bones of enemy clans, enemy warriors. I'll chop you up into little bits. That's kind of what they're going for, I guess. So uh, we'll look for that. On yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems a little aggressive. The success of ACDC's Power Up album continues to earn the band newfound accolades. Billboard reported ACDC brothers Angus and Malcolm Young tie at number one of Billboard's Hard Rock Songwriters chart. Uh, each leading for the first time thanks to a pair of songwriting credits on the latest chart. Uh, this week sees the band Shot in the Dark track sitting at number three on Billboard's Hot Hard Rock Songs. Hot and hard. After a six-week run at number one, the band's latest single, Realize, which originally topped out at number four, has re-entered the chart at number 12. There's a cool little uh, making of video on Instagram on ACDC's Instagram, of how they put this video together. And uh, it's pretty fascinating. They, they used cardboard cutouts made from um, actual camera footage. And so, uh, I don't know, it, just, it looks really neat. And it's it's cool to see them just continue to be innovative and um, progressive when it comes to video making. Cardboard cutouts of them? Yeah, So and you can see the cardboard cutouts sort of dancing around, but those cardboard cutouts were, were framed from digital photos of the band that had been taken earlier in the shoot. Well, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Okay. Gives a cool effect. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wolfgang Van Halen and his band Mammoth WVH will make their live debut on February 11th on Jimmy Kimmel Live. I posted a message on social media that read, see you soon, 2-11-21, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, late night television debut, check local listings. The group's touring lineup with, uh, features uh, Wolfgang on guitar and vocals, guitarist Frank Sidoris, drummer Garrett Whitlock, and bassist Ronnie uh, Ficaro on bass. I uh, I think he's talented. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and the, the songwriting's there. Yeah. And then one last uh, piece of news, and it's a sad piece of news. Original Animals guitarist Hilton Valenti, uh, Valentine, I'm sorry, uh, died on January 29th. He was 77 years old. Valentine, who played that iconic guitar arpeggio yeah. on the band's signature tune, The House of the Rising Sun. That's it right there. Was with the band through 1966 and performed on such timeless uh, British invasion hits as Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. Great song. We Gotta Get Out of This Place, It's My Life, and Don't Bring Me Down, among others. Uh, he reunited with the band in 1977 and in 1983, and along with the Animals, was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1994. Uh, Valentine toured with the Animals uh, frontman Eric Burden from 2007 to 2008 as well. Who is our Isolation Idol that sang this? 
Oh, man. She was really good. Yeah, I don't remember, but... There were a lot of really good singers. Yeah, so sad news about uh, Hilton Valentine yeah. of the Animals. Always dug that band. Um, and that is what I have in music news for you this morning, friends. Yeah. Uh, let me see. We have a few other things to do before wrapping up for the day, which we will return in a moment and get the letter of the day for the word of the week prize and all that good stuff. But I got to go to this call and I believe what's your name? John Huffman. Hey, John, where are you from, man? Royersford, Pennsylvania. Royersford. Rofo. Oh, Scream it from the rooftop. Why are you calling in, John? I just won $500. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, John. We've got $500 for you, courtesy of the No Sad Dough Contest. There it is. The old Rofo siren. Don't hear it anymore. Uh, John, what are you doing on a day like this today? I'm about to go start shoveling. Oh, really? You got to get out and, and work the uh, the driveway? Yeah. All right, my man. Maybe Whoa. pay somebody else to do it now. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, you can go crazy, man. <laughs> hey, listen. Show a palooza. We're happy to give you the cash, my man. Enjoy, okay? Thank you very much. And thanks for listening to MMR. Let's hear it for John. Yeah! No sad dough. Keep getting the winners, and we're going to keep doing it today five more times. Your next chance with Pierre is at noon. We will take a break, come back, and get ready to wrap it up. Stay with us. WMMR. We're not just in your car anymore. Ask Alexa to open MMR, and we'll come streaming right into your house. And we promise we're not listening to you doing stuff that often. Hey, mister. <laughs> Beastie Boys. Hey, mister. Three three WMMR. See, this is why uh-huh. you need to stick with us for the whole show if you can, or listen to the podcast, because those little... Little inside moments can be something that just happened earlier in the day. Right. Hey, mister. Hey, mister. It's about Casey wanting to ride on one of those little stand-up uh, snow plows that they have. It's smaller ones. It's almost like those. Uh, like those, Snow Raider. Uh, snow Raider? Yes. yes. Like a, uh, a uh, what do they call those? A zero, zero turn? Yeah, uh, zero turn lawnmowers, but for snow. And you stand on it and then. Casey runs up to a guy. Hey, mister. Hey, mister. <laughs> Can I ride? That's an awful boss snowplow. Mm-hmm. Can I have a ride? Mm-hmm. Sure, son. How old are you? 45? <laughs> uh, speaking of the podcast, you know, we got a text earlier today. Uh, a listener said that he missed the Bam Margera interview. Is there any way that I can listen to it later? And so sometimes people aren't aware that, yes, we post the whole show. And if you missed an interview and you want to catch it, it's usually posted around noon every day. So that listener can now listen to that podcast and listen to the interview with Bam, which will be uh, up later this morning. Yep. Super easy. You can either go on WMMR.com or if you use the app. They're there, too. And uh, grab them, man. Go back and, and check something that it's you missed free. out on. Or share. Share mm-hmm. the Preston and Steve show with friends who may not listen to the show. I would like to thank Bam Margera yeah. for being on the program today. Getting up early. Bam sounds like he's in a good place. Been a while since he's been in a good place. Yeah. Lost a bunch of weight. He's more active. He's gotten off of all the prescribed medication that he was on. And uh, he's had an epiphany of sorts, and yeah. uh, he seems to be doing well, so good for him. Although there's a sham- shaman doing cigarette burns on his legs <laughs> and pouring frog juice into it. <laughs> he lost me on that part. <laughs> but if it's it works, working for him. That's all that matters. And rock on. 
Uh, I guess we should do the letter of the day. Is Pierre here? I never know for sure. Nah, he's not here. I got to know. Okay, so now now I know for sure. That means Casey can handle it. So here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter H, as in... Hey, mister. All right, <laughs> H, as in, hey, mister. And we have a three-night stay at Icona Resorts. <laughs> I stayed there uh, this past summer. Uh, surprise your special someone with a romantic getaway to Icona Avalon Resort. That's the one that I stayed Whoa. at. The wine, dine, and unwind package available through the end of March or the Valentine's weekend package. Both include a three-course dinner for two, a bottle of wine to enhance your stay. Learn more at IconaAvalon.com. Uh, and I guess all we need to do now is thank our sponsors and tell you what's coming up tomorrow, and then we will be out of your hair for the day. The Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and also brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, tomorrow on the program, a couple things Tuesday, so we'll give a Preston and Steve tattoo away. And we have this guy we've been talking about, Derek Delguadio, and he has a show called In and of Itself, which is on Hulu, and can't really tell you a whole lot about it. It's a one-man show. Uh, but it's kind of something you need to experience on your own uh, rather than tell you what it's about. But we are going to talk to him tomorrow. So if you want to get something out of that interview tomorrow, watch the show and then tune in tomorrow as we have him on. Right there on Hulu. Really yep. talented guy. Um, so that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. If you're out on the road, please be safe. you got to work outside. Please stay warm. And we'll see you Pierre's in next. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hi, this is Nancy from Sunny's Italian Deli. We're at 250 Ridge Pike in Limerick. We are the home of the Sunny Slammer. We use only the finest Pete Watson products. We have been family owned for 25 years. Come in and check us out. Next message. Hi, we're PC Tech Fitting and Dog Walking Service, taking care of Terry Hill and surrounding areas going on 40. We are the original and voted best of South Jersey pet fitting service. We are family owned and operated. PTs would love to hear you. Call us at any time, 856-667-8352 or check us out on our website, ptspets.com. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.